Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Do neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. You looking at my window? I am looking through your window. You better watch out. Oh, JD's gonna get his revenge. My motherfucking revenge, motherfucker. Nobody talks to me that way. (laughs) Ah, it's been uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Everyone out there in internet land's not gonna know that uh because we did do a back-to-back episode because you went out into uh california to, for job training yes how'd that go oh it was uh hectic crazy uh oh i i can't even begin yeah. i i've never i i flew on a plane once when i was what seven or eight and then i, I took four plane rides in five days yeah uh, that's my, right because you you had to you you hopped on a plane then you had I did, to. Cro- I did do not a, hop on the plane, sir. I strolled casually. You walked on the plane. plane. Someone then, six foot six. If I'm, you're six foot five, you don't hop on a plane. It's a good way to get a concussion. That's true. Uh, and then the plane flew you somewhere, dropped you well, off. You waited for a new plane. You, did, you had a layover. Uh, how well, how I, long was the layover? I did what? You had the, a layover. I, oh, okay. I thought you were implying something. <laughs> no. It, well, the, the the main problem was. Uh, well, you know, I got up at two in the morning to, get, to take the airplane, and uh, I had a head cold, so I was stuffed up. Oh wow! And and in in flight with the cabin pressure, when the cabin pressurized, my sinus, uh, there was no way for the air pressurizing in my sinus to escape my head because my nose was clogged, so it proceeded to try to escape through my right eyeball. Ugh! You'd feel my right eyeball bulging, bulging. Uh, Closest I've ever come to crying from a headache. Ow. It, it, Insane, uh, and uh, I, I'm a fairly healthy person. But I, if I have any ailment whatsoever, is I've been plagued with an overabundance of ear plaque, wax, <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for sharing. I'm constantly digging out spoonfuls of it. Oh uh, God! Occasionally, a hardened one will drop out of my ear. It looks like a, it'll look like a cockroach. Uh, once it was a cockroach, but that's, that's a different story. Uh, and so the the air pressure played havoc with my waxy ears. I applaud your honesty, by the way. And Well, well what do I have to lose, sir? Um, <laughs> it's apparent to anybody who decides to take a closer look inside my ear cavity, hmm. which does happen often. I haven't. And and so, so because of this, 
at the moment, I still do not have full earing, hearing in my left ear. No shit. Because uh, upon landing, the, the air pressure, uh, all the air that escaped my head when the cabin pressurized, mm-hmm. uh, raced back in through the ears as well and sucked the wax right into my skull. Ow. So so I'm uh, I'm pouring peroxide in my ears on a regular basis, uh, syringing, digging with a, a wooden spoon, you know, the normal stuff. Sweet Jesus. But feeling much better. I finally, you know, it took me a week, because of that flying around, took a week to get rid of the head cold, but right. uh, it was fun. You know, it was uh, wine country, driving past miles and miles of uh, vineyards. Well, California's known for that. Well, especially a uh, little Santa Maria, right above Santa Barbara. Okay. Oh, just, just nothing but vineyards. And, and I'm telling you, when you're on like a four, five-mile drive and you're passing all these vineyards that give out free samples and you're not the one driving, it's a sweet ride. <laughs> sweet ride. So you had some truly good wine while you were out oh, there then. I always have some truly good wine, sir. Very nice. Best wine I had yeah. was the, the table wine at Jocko's Steakhouse. $5 for a half bottle. It's like, I'll take it. You know, and that's that's a that's a thing that um, uh, Californians, uh, mm-hmm. if I can use the word so boldly, I not take advantage of, but the fact that there is so many vineyards, they could probably get cheap wine on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they, they you know, got it's it. It's kind of like how we are out here with uh, with gas. You know, gas is a lot cheaper out here than it is in most places because we actually have refineries here. So the cost, we don't, you know, we don't get the extra cost uh, that, say, maybe if someone got gas in, uh, I don't know, uh, Arkansas. Now, you didn't ask me what I had at Jocko's. What'd you have at Jocko's? I had sweetbreads. Oh, God, I saw that post. Which which is... The, the, someone was telling me they recommended Jocko's and said, oh, you should try the sweetbreads. And they had that kind of glint of mischief in their eye. Right. So what is a sweetbread? So, well, they, t- they take Wait, the you didn't pro- know what the, what a sweetbread was? Or you're oh, just explaining fir- to our when audience? He first, when he first told me what it was, it did, did it go. I said, well, what is it? And he said, well, it's the throat glands of the cow. I said, sign me up. <laughs> uh, I said, yes. Now, it's like, oh, you'll order it now that you know? Says, I Now I have to order it. Are you kidding me, sir? <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't know what this was beforehand. I, I'm not a big meat eater. I don't like, I'm not a big steak person. So, you know, this kind of stuff, I'm not a foodie. I don't watch the Food Network. I don't get people that do that. Okay. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't find it, you know, entertaining. I, I like some things. I on like the food. food. Network. I like food. Oh, of course. But, but don't I, we I, all? I, yeah, but I can't sit for three hours watching somebody, you know, say, oh, and we found this little hot dog restaurant in the corner. Shut up. It's a hot dog. <laughs> you throw shit on it, you deep fry it, you eat it, whatever you do with it. And I did go. I went to the In and Out Burger. Oh, how was that? Oh, that dude, so good. I had strangers talking to me. Oh, really? I like California. It's like a. Fa- this is a fast food restaurant. There's a woman with her child, and I look over, and she's like, "Oh, so are you from around here?" <laughs> like, Why? What did I do? I didn't touch the kid. <laughs> like, oh no, my 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 mother comes out from Oregon. She loves the In and Out Burger. Like, you know, and, that is one thing I did. I've always heard about California is how friendly everyone is out there. Everybody was extremely friendly, sir. It was I, just people talking and nice and friendly. And then they come out here for uh, for vacations. They go to New York or they'll go, mm-hmm. you know, maybe up to Lake George or, or wherever. Yeah. And we're just nothing but grumpy, mean. Miserable fucks. That's fucking what we are. cock-sucking, miserable fucks. Yes. And so we go out there and say, oh, and the, the California, they say, the California, oh, we understand. Come on out here. And <laughs> Joey. Yeah. 
I, for years, you remember back way back when, I always said, I'll never go to the East Coast. I'll never go to California. Or West Coast. Screw, West Coast, whatever yes. the hell it is. I have no directional sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll never go out there. I'll never go to California. Screw that. And then I go out, and you know, and then you hear about there's earthquakes, and then they have, you know, you drive on the highway, and they, you know how we have like deer crossing. Yes. They have wild bears, coyotes. You know what? This is you know it's a it's a wilderness out there. So you, I always said I you know screw that. I hate the place. I never want to go. Uh, and I and I spent two days driving through wine country in 65, 70 degree January weather, and I was I was already sold. You were hooked. In the course of two days, I went from I hate California to you know what I'm going to sell everything, move out here, and fix fences for a living. <laughs> There's fences all over this place. I'll buy a hat. I'll get a hat. I'll buy a hat here. You can't because they'll know if I bring it one from the East Coast. Right. I got to buy a West Coast hat and I'll fix fences. Fix fences. Just fix fences. There's a lot of fences. They need fixing. <laughs> I'll buy some fi- fence fixing gloves. There you go. And of course, I'm telling this to the person that just hired me for the new job. I said, no, no, I'll, I'll do this from home. You know, just work from home. I'll do this from there. And I'll fix fences in my spare time. <laughs> I'll fix fences special. There you go. And special, then but, special deal just for you. You know what ruined that that fantasy? What's that? Our next stop was Oakland. Oh. And uh, I needed stamps to send out postcards. Still haven't gotten mine. Really? I, I'm upset. Still haven't gotten my Xbox either. <laughs> um, you were we very stopped. close. Uh, you were out on the West Coast, and I, I, I almost wanted to send you to Oregon to go get it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Motherfucker. But, uh, but we're, we're in Oakland, and I yeah. said, I need stamps. Let's try this Walmart. And the person I was with said, oh, I don't know. This place doesn't look that safe. And I said, and I, yeah, I grew up next to Newark. You know where we grew up in the area between Newark and East Orange. So yep. I'm from Jersey. I'm from North Jersey. Don't worry about it. You know, I, we, this, this is not bad. I can, I can scope this out. This isn't a bad place. <laughs> and we went in there, and I spent four minutes online. I was like, we need to get out of here now. <laughs> what do you mean? Everything I said in the car, forget it. Get in the car now. Don't look back. Get in the car. <laughs> Woo. It was fun. It was fun. And I'm glad to be back uh, to talk about West Coast stuff now because now it's Oscar time. East Coast stuff. No, no. We're talking about West Coast stuff because it's Oscar time. It's a West Coast thing. Oh, you're right. It is a West Coast thing. Yeah. Whenever, that, and when everyone out here is... Uh, it's no, it's one, fun it, correcting me, but I must insist you only correct me when I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> I must insist upon I, that. I don't know. I thought you were having a dyslexic moment. Sorry. Well, I... You know, I, maybe I did. You don't know. And you never know. But you're right. Uh, it is a West Coast uh, thing. Everything is always done out uh, out there for the uh, mm. for the Oscars, and the reason for that is so that they can show the Oscars at five thirty out there, where it's eight thirty here. We're up till one in the morning, scratching our eyes because we're so tired, and out there they're barely having dinner. That's why those bastards always go three hours over. That's right, because they don't give a shit. Yeah. Anyone watching in L.A. or anyone in California or the West Coast, for that matter, would it, it's one o'clock here, it's ten o'clock there. Yeah, it's just they're barely. Um, uh, oh, I'm getting tired now, just a little bit, and we're just like, "What the fuck is the best picture?" God damn it! I tell you one thing, I, I don't mind. What's that? Was uh, going getting up at two o'clock in the morning, spending like six to eight hours flying around, driving around, right. and then when I'm finally done, it's still two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and I was like, I, I could deal with a thirty-hour day thing. Thirty-hour. Or twenty-seven hour, whatever the hell it is. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm still pushing for metric. Yeah, I saw that post a while ago. Well, it's true. I uh, hundred minute hours, ten hour days. I don't. I or don't twenty know. hour days, twenty hour days, hundred minute hours, twenty hour days. 
uh, ten day weeks. After that, it gets a bit foggy. I'm, I'm already, not sure how. I'm, to, I'm already confused. I'm not sure how to translate the days and the weeks. I mean, the weeks and the months. You might want to figure that out before you actually go with it. Just, just saying. Uh, well, you know, it's it's an idea. It is an idea. That's probably where it'll stay. So. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway. Uh, enough of the West Coast. Enough of some fucking Twitter fuck prick having oh, my easy, Xbox. Easy. Easy, slow down, slow down, sir. Enough of that. I'm sure, I'm sure your Xbox is coming along. I'm sure. It, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's only been there a month, so I know. How long did they have mine? A week and a half. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I even came to your house and hooked it up for you. I know, and I appreciate it because I'm playing it for the past two or three days. <laughs> Motherfucker. <sighs> anyway, 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 uh, we have a lot going on this episode we can we can do a top 10 we're talking about oscars this episode the nominations just came out a couple of days ago well let's let's breeze to the top 10 if, if for no other reason just to put another finger list on the fire okay all right uh so let me get the top 10 music yeah in tonight's episode michael jackson a special interview <laughs> I like it. Maybe we should do that every week. Did you ever see that Go Go's uh that bootleg video of the Go Go's? I don't think so. You never saw that? Is it pornographic? No, well it, oh. no, and that was the big tease because it, it was it was this thing. So one of the roadies had a camera, okay. so it's the Go Go's with with male with their male sluts hmm. uh, behind the scenes, and they're all like coked up and high. That's it. Yeah, and they're like talking and stuff. It's, but I remember getting it because I'm thinking, oh, good, there'll be sex. And there's no sex. But there is almost a rape. It's really? There's a, there's a, you're laughing because we're watching it. And it's funny because the go-go's are all high and, ah, blah, 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 and they're acting like stupid teenage girls that have too much money and not enough common sense. Right. Uh, which, you know, usually hey, is par for the course. Happens everywhere. Um, yes, all the time. Don't have to be a pop star to be that. Nope. And,. Uh, there's a point where, like, the one girl, like, the guy and the girl go into the bathroom or something, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, everything switches, because all of a sudden, the guy won't let her out of the bathroom. Oh, because she's probably missing her top. She's Well, no, because she's not putting out. Or, like, it's not, like, everything's supposed to lead up to sex, and then it doesn't. And I see. All, all of a sudden, the guy starts getting aggressive. And and all of a sudden, you're like, am I about to witness a crime? It's <laughs> 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 uh, it, it, it just, it just, it with the flip of a switch, it becomes unfunny. Wow. <laughs> just, I've never seen this. I, I'm going to have to YouTube this shit. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it used to be back in the old days with VHS tapes. It was a big, uh, it was a big trading thing. It was a big underground thing. Is there any nudity? Uh, if there, I don't think so. I don't. Then it, then so. it'll be on YouTube. Guaranteed, it'll be on YouTube. Possible, possible. I'm going to write this shit down so I remember to do it after the show. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this is going to be the top 10 for January 20th through 22nd yes, yes. of 2012. Coming in at number 10 wow. is The Iron Lady uh, with Meryl Streep. She uh, actually got nominated for this for Best Actress. She plays the Statue of Liberty. Yes. <laughs> uh, 3.6 million. Um, and there's no budget, so it's been out for four weeks. It just actually went... It's 1,000 screens. It The week before, it was only on... I think 800, and then before that, it was on five. 
So. The only thing funnier than the fact that we have a major motion picture about Margaret Thatcher yeah. is the fact that an American actress is playing her. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, how, I can, how, how wonderful is that? I, I can see how you may maybe... Sh- I don't want to say shit on that, but like definitely critique that. But Meryl Streep is a... You know she's a top-notch actress. Uh, all right, Mister. All right, Mister. Anti King speech. I don't want to. I don't want. I wasn't anti King speech. You excuse me. I wasn't anti. I was just saying. Listen. Excuse me. At least they got British people to do it. That's what I'm saying. But you're you're gonna. Defend, well, all I'm saying is it was just. Uh, you're you're gonna defend a Margaret Thatcher biopic, but yeah. you were shitting on the King speech. Listen, because I, he, I the never. Yeah, I just thought. I thought his listen. Go back and listen to the episode. I was I, just I was just commenting on his performance. That's all. You know, you didn't like the film as a whole. Really? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember. You remember. Anyway. Anyway, number nine is Sherlock Holmes A Game of Shadows with four point five million. It's actually up to hundred and seventy eight million so far. The whole film is actually Puppet Shadows on the Wall. Yeah, the whole thing. It's a new like uh, they're uh, competing with the artists for minimalism. There is no budget, so I I'd like to know what that is, just so you can put into perspective. It was what... free. They didn't. It, it oh, didn't cost yeah. anything. Wow, Everyone works for free. Look at that. Uh, just so we can get a perspective of how that 178 million really stacks up. Well, how much did the original cost? Um, it was like a hundred million. I, I guarantee ninety or a hundred. Well, then you can guarantee it was such a big hit. I guarantee the the budget for the sequel is at least 150. No, at least. I, I I can't be because the first one only made 180. So I can't imagine that they would have uh, given it that much. It was a huge hit. Yeah, 180, and it cost 90. All right, you're talking as if the Hollywood uh, machine All right, is gotta... a rational, logical instrument that that makes I'm a, sound. I'm, look, I'm looking it up decisions. now. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, the first it... film cost 90 million. Okay. And it made. Oh, I'm sorry. It made 209 million. 315 foreign, so it made 524 million worldwide. Yeah, you might be right. Well, of course I'm right. Just because the second one has made 440 million worldwide. So it's not on par for the first one, but it's only about 80 million less. It's so. not, and it's not done yet. No, uh, it's still, it's still got some 10. places to go, foreign, foreign wise. You are so negative today. I'm sorry, I don't have my goddamn Xbox. <laughs> Sorry. I will fly out to Oregon. I will spend triple what this Xbox cost me to fly out to Oregon. Fucking watch me. What's next? Uh, number eight is Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol with 5.5 million. It's made 197 million so far. Cost 145. Yeah. I really want to see this. Everyone loves the cruise. I haven't seen. No, I don't think they love the cruise. No, I think, I think the they cruise. put up with the cruise. No, no. I think that everybody's in denial. Everybody's oh, everybody pisses on the cruise. The cruise is drawing the box office. What's what's the movie poster? It's his big ass face. It's no. It's four. It's all four of them on the box. No, on, no. On, that, on the on the poster. The movie posters I've seen are just his big ass face. Just his big. ass face. Yeah, with yeah. the hoodie, with the hoodie. Yeah, and there's four. The, the other cast members are all in the background. No, no, Jeremy I'm Renner. The, I'm talking uh, the teaser posters, not that new shit. Not that new shit. The original teaser poster. When you go online and the, and the, the, the things come up for the Ghost Protocol, it's just his big ass face with a hoodie. Is it really? Yes. I'm gonna look it up now. 
because you make me do it. Ghost protocol. They added all the people in later as an afterthought. Yeah, let's see. Let's go to images. Big ass face in a hoodie. Big ass face in a hoodie. Thank you. But well, with all due respect. As opposed to... With all due respect. Yes. One of the posters is his big ass face with the hoodie. But uh -huh. each character has their own poster. Tom Cruise has a poster. Some blonde chick, I, I don't know who uh, is. Uh, She's got her own poster. Some hey, that's, chick, for the, that's for the movie theaters to have too much wall space inside. Some chick with a green dress has a poster. Right, right. so if you're going to an octoplex and they don't have a 20-foot a, a standee for the new Disney film, right. they put those on the wall so as you walk by them, you, you get bombarded. If you go to a real movie theater and they only have a spot for one movie poster, you get t big-ass cruise face and a hoodie. As opposed to extremely loud and incredible close, which is big ass kitty face in a hat. Yeah, and like I said, that kid's voice sounds like a ten year old girl. And it wasn't. It is, I think big ass head is like the new thing. I think you're right. The Descendants, George Clooney, big ass head at a side angle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, War Horse, I believe, is uh, big ass ho uh, horse, horse head. head. Am I right? Yeah, big ass horse head big with, ass with horse a kid head. under. With a kid under him. Yeah. Uh, Midnight in Paris just has Owen Wilson, but he has a big-ass head, so that counts. <laughs> uh, Hugo, small kid hanging from a clock. Yeah, you know, that's, that doesn't count. Let's, uh, let, yeah. let's, let's save that for when we actually do the Oscar noms. I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, number seven is Joyful Noise with 5.9 million. It's May 21. Thank God it is just bombing horribly. Uh, it'll be out really? of the top ten in a week. Sure. A Queen Latifah Dolly Parton get together is bombing. Yep. Thank the Lord. Number. Did, well, at what point do you think they just said, "Why don't we just make Sister Act three and get it over with"? <laughs> when they couldn't get Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, right. But on bump. <laughs> uh, number six is Haywire with eight point four million. It costs twenty three. It's in its first weekend. Now, we talked about this a little bit uh, in our January episode. Uh huh. You've got this obsession with, with the actress's voice. I do. Her name is Gina Carano, and she was just recently on uh, a, a morning radio show, and her voice is very, very, very sexy. They will get no free plug from us, damn it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like how you didn't mention the name of the radio show. What? No, no, don't. I, I'm, I like, I'm not. I'm not. I like that. No, I like okay, that. Good. I like that. I like, uh, no, you, you, they're not mentioning us at all. Just fuck them. <laughs> I'm sure if I could actually get in to the show and I could just say, movies fantastic, we'd probably get a million hits in a day. But whatever. Uh, anyway, her voice has been digitally enhanced to be much deeper and, in effect, be more tough, I Husky. guess, Husky. Is, is the word. Because this character is supposed to be, you know, tough as nails, kicks your ass, you know, destroys your face with her foot kind of kind of action. She does all her own stunts. But I think they thought her voice was too feminine. So they digitally enhanced it. And she sounds like China from the WWE. And it is completely the opposite of sexy. That's probably what they were going for. I, I, you know what? No. Because... I'm not agreeing with them. The I, opening scene of this movie has her drinking coffee and then licking the corner of her mouth sexily. Uh, All right. No. They also, were, they, they were I going hear, for. Also, uh, you hear that's how a warhorse opens. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they're going for she's tough, but she's beautiful. 
don't change her voice. Now I'm going to watch this movie, and it's going to bug me the whole fucking time. Oh, but beautiful. You know what film that reminds me of? What's that? B.I. Warshawski. <laughs> I need to see that. I've never seen that. You've never seen it? No. I, I've seen enough of it to know that I don't need to see it again. I need to watch that with the remake of Gloria and just, like, totally depress myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Number five is uh, Beauty and the Beast in 3D. With eight point oh. seven million, it's made thirty three million so far. Why? Disney is now releasing their entire catalog in three fucking D. And you know what's going to happen at some point? You're not going to be able to get the original films unless they're in three D. And the I, th the I think that's fucking sad. Uh, the I don't know what the original subtitle of Beauty and the Beast was. Mm. Uh, like, like uh, you know, like a. Uh, a fairy tale to end all time or whatever it was. Right. But, but if you look closely now, the new one is, what, you knew we were whores? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, because you didn't they, see this coming? They released The Lion King in 3D, which was kind of like their test. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it was their, their their test film, and it did extremely well. Uh, extremely well to the point of having a $30 million opening weekend for a movie that's fucking... 18 years old mm -hmm. um, so now they're releasing Beauty and the Beast and I just saw that they're releasing Finding Nemo in 3D then they're going to be doing um, The Little Mermaid in 3D and probably every other fucking thing in 3D oh sure uh, I, it just there's going to be a Sleeping Beauty a Pinocchio they're going to do Cinderella all the classics Snow Made White Pinocchio with the Ooh. none of these movies were intended to be in 3D they weren't and I just don't know how they're getting away unless they're unless they're modifying the film to the point of where they're adding new scenes to support the 3D. Well, that, but that would imply some like base uh, lack of respect for the original class. Oh, I see where you're going. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Number four is extremely loud and incredibly close. The new Tom it, Hanks film. Also, if I may, yeah. uh, when, we're, when we're done, I, I would love to jump on back back on that 3D bandwagon for a moment. Okay. Uh, but go ahead. All right. I'll remind you. Uh, it was uh, number 36 last week, but has actually gone wide uh, with 10 million this weekend. Uh, and it's in its first wide weekend, but it's been out for five weeks. Uh, I'm not interested whatsoever. Uh, as much as I like Tom Hanks, I don't care. I think the little boy sounds like a girl. Um, Again, you with the feminine roles. I'm, the, I'm, the, the boy, the boys are too feminine. The girls are too uh, masculine. Yeah, whatever. Don't care. This is the same point I made when we did our January list. I, I know, and it, it's still disturbing. Uh, all right, number three is Contraband. The, this was the number one movie last weekend, but it dropped to three. It made twelve million. Uh, it's made forty-five so far. It cost twenty-five million. This Contraband, is the, the, the aka the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say this is the new Marky Mark film. Aka the same action film we make every two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, the number two film is Red Tails, the Tuskegee Airmen meets Whee! Top Gun. Yes. Uh, that came in at eighteen million in its first week, and uh, it cost fifty-eight million. Not interested in this either. I think there's too much CGI. There's, I do, I think it doesn't tell the story correctly. Well, no historical films do. 
That's the point. Yeah. That's why. But I think this. I think this goes to another level, though. I. It's always been. Remember when? uh, When? uh, It's almost like Star Wars esque, like of plane uh, uh, plane battles. Well, look at jet battles. I should say. Look at the Jewish, uh, not Jewish, the uh, Holocaust movie. Schindler's Schindler's List. List. Yeah. There was the film. Oh, it's a work of art. It's in black and white. The guy's a genius. Yeah, he he used black and white. Okay. Hmm. And then he throws the little red girl in. The the girl with the red dress. Yeah, which is bullshit, gimmicky. And everybody's like praising him for artistic genius. No, it's a fucking gimmick. And, and, you know, the French did it first. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And but then schools were taking their students to watch this film. Like, you know, this is not a, a historically accurate portrayal of the events in the past. Why are you taking students to see this? I think Any- it really relied, and I'm going to defend Chandler's List. Oh. Um, oh. I, think it, I think it really relied on just something that happened in a time period. Yeah, maybe sh- the, the story of Schindler wasn't it's an emotional- really historically accurate, but I think... Whether or not it's a good film. The, the emotions and everything that, that went on during the movie were very real. Right, but that's it's it's manipulated. The story is manipulated to extract that emotional connection with the film. It is not historically accurate. No historical film. Everybody goes to see Braveheart and gets pissed off because all oh, the battle of that year wasn't then, and they didn't th- that fight. That battle was on a bridge. They're, they're in the moors. Shut the fuck up. We're here to watch Mel Gibson scream and throw swords. Right. See, People this get is hit not in the hist- face with a mace. Yeah, this is not a history lesson. None of these are history. If you go to a film thinking it's a history lesson, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're probably going to believe what you see on the screen. If you want to see something real, go see Apollo 18. Don't, no, don't, eh, don't even start with that. <laughs> don't, don't even start with that. What? No, you didn't think that was real found footage? Oh, I thought you said Apollo, I mean, I thought you said Apollo 13. No, Eight, Apollo 18. Apollo 18. No, that's real. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's real. Because, you know, they found the footage in fucking space. <laughs> no, it was being beamed down. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad. I haven't seen you know it. What it is? I haven't seen it all the way yet. I watched it after I watched Paranormal Activity 3, oh. so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Still haven't seen 2 or 3. Really? I haven't. Dude. I know, I should do a marathon. You should. Uh, all right, the number one movie, uh, with no surprise... Which just means more sequels is Underworld Awakening with 25 million. Uh, in its first week, it cost 70 million. Yay. <laughs> I think this that- movie looks so fucking bad. So yeah. fucking bad. And the fact that it. And you know what? 25 million, it's a 3D film. Think of how much. You know, think of how much is is the 3D money. I would say it's going to be most of this this weekend is 3D money. Well, yeah. Think about if it wasn't released 3D. It probably would have came in at around... 15? 15, yeah, 10 to 15. Yeah. Which, at that point, probably wouldn't even garner another sequel. You know what it is? The whole thing, it's it's a race. But when you charge 15 fucking dollars a ticket, how do you not have a $30 million weekend? Well, you do, that's the point fucking annoying the whole thing is a race between underworld Mm -hmm. and resident evil to see which series self-destructs first i'm gonna go i think it's a bet the two that the two film companies or directors or some there's there's money involved yes there's money on the line and bet you i can make 12 bet you i can make 12 first 
what one of them they're 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 trying to see who can go the longest right. on the lamest premise. I think they're both ca- the same movie, really. Yeah. Well, hot chick versus zombies, hot chick versus werewolves. True. Hot chick, hot chick is a, is a clone. Hot chick is a vampire. I mean, it's it's mix and match. Yep. How no, many you know, how many Resident Evils are there? Are there are they on their sixth one? Oh God, I think they're making their fifth. No, I think, I, I think this is their sixth. No, the fourth one the the fourth one was the clone one. That was in I, Vegas, right? I don't know. I haven't seen anything past two. I'm pretty sure they're they're on their sixth movie. After 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 part two ended, yeah. I I kind of like uh, gave up in disgust. Yeah. After watching part two, I went back and rewatched the whole goddamn film with audio commentary, waiting for uh, W.A.G.B.L. Anderson to <laughs> to uh, explain himself. Right. And when he didn't, and when his explanation for the end was, yeah, we wanted to confuse the audience. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> no, no. You don't just do shit to confuse people. You have to have a reason behind it. Period. Yeah. No, but you don't. That's true, because he did it. Um so what do you think you are, David Lynch? D- David Lynch can do David Lynch. They're on their fifth film. You know what he was trying to do? He was trying to do Phantasm. He he tried to turn yeah. Resident Evil into Phantasm. Yeah. Yeah, they're on their fifth film, which will be coming out, uh, I believe, sometime August or September of 2012. So, so that's the third time I'm right. That is the third time you're right. Hey, I'm keeping I'm keeping count, sir. Every time you've doubted me to that tonight, I've been right. <laughs> Let's see how many underworlds there are. Oh, I haven't a clue. I I lost count at one. Kate Beckinsale. She was in all of them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She's still wearing the the, the hot leather. I'm, if it was just her running around in the hot in the hot uh, skin tight leather outfits or latex outfits, I'd be all for it. But there's all this crazy shit going on around her. Yeah. Now, I guess latex. I'm all for latex gymnastics. This is their fourth movie. I guess if you count... I, I guess if you count... Well, no, what? She was in Underworld Rise of the Lycans. So, no, this is her. This is the fifth movie for that, too. Mm-hmm. For that series. Yeah, one, two, three, four... No, wait a minute. Five. Five vampire movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there another Underworld film that was no kind of like a prequel? I have no idea. I think it was the second one was a prequel. No, no, no. Well, maybe so, but there was one that just had the one dude from... That was the second one. The first film. That was the second one. It was the second one? second one was a prequel. That much I know. Because that's what I was like... That's what I I, I gave up. It's like I, can't, I couldn't even bring myself to watch that. Oh. Really? As far as I go. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, oh, dude, dude, it's 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 you can't look directly into it. It's it's like a, it's like the trap from Ghostbusters. Yeah, do not look, I, do I not look directly I, into the franchise. <laughs> just just avert your eyes and nod and go. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Trust yeah, me. You're right. You're right. Madness, madness is, is only the only way this will end. Don't look too deeply into it. <laughs> Seriously. <sighs> so finger list. Finger list. Yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, moving on. Finger list. The finger list. Uh, going from bottom sound? bottom did, up. Did you we... play the sound? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't play the sound. Play the sound. Why would I say fingerless three times? I don't. All right, here's the sound. Finger list. Ah! <laughs> all 
All right. It's not uh, without the sound. I know. You're right. Uh, we have uh, right. the Iron Lady, Sherlock Holmes 2, Mission Impossible 4, Joyful Noise, Haywire, Beauty and the Beast, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, Contraband, Red Tails, and Underworld 4. Underworld Awakening. Uh, since I've been right all tonight, you, you can go first. I can go first? Yeah. Uh, Joyful Noise. God there's, damn it! There's no goddamn way I'm seeing Joyful Noise. There's no way I'm ever seeing Joyful Noise. I will go out of my way to change the channel if I'm flipping through and it comes on and I see it. No fucking way. I'd rather watch High School Musical 3. Was there a 3? Yeah. I'd rather watch High School Musical 3 than Joyous Noise. Joyful Noise. Joyful Noise, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I agree. There is no fucking way I'd watch that shit. I, I, I got tired of Queen Latifah after Chicago. Uh-huh. And, uh, when, when, uh, or actually, when she did that Taxi Driver movie with, with Jackass from SNL, mm. that's when I gave up on her. Dolly Parton, uh, Rhinestone, that was the last thing I, I gave up with her on that. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. that was crap. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> right, come on, defend Rhinestone. I liked Rhinestone. It's no fun if you don't defend it. I liked Rhinestone when I was growing up as a kid. I haven't seen it since, though. Is it, but see, it's no fun for me to say anything about it. I was, the only reason I said anything bad about Rhinestone was so you defend it. Now, oh. it's, now, it's, now it's wasted. <laughs> Damn it. How many, how many times can I fucking defend Rhinestone? Apparently, I think I think I've used my lifetime supply of defending that movie. I think I we found your limit on that. I think so. All right, here's uh, here's something I like to do. I like to look at the films that are coming out the following week, mm -hmm. so that we can give a little insight to everybody about next week's movies. And there's only three of them, so I think we can breeze through this. Breeze, breeze, uh, and two two of the three I I'll talk about. The one I don't care. Uh, and that's next week is uh, Man on a Ledge. <laughs> yeah. Now, we talked about this briefly, about how the trailer, or even the TV spot, basically gives, shows the plot twist. Yeah, it gives away the... And I'm sure there's like a twist twist at the end, but by that point, who cares? Right. So it gives away the second act, is what it does. Yeah. So I'm sure what they give away in the trailer is kind of... You probably find that out in the first 15 or 20 minutes. It's not like that. Unless that's why it's being released in January because of the fact that they show it in the trailer. They don't give a fuck. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, wait a minute. I saw this in the trailer. You know what it is? Yeah. All, all, they, all they want is that opening weekend. That's it. And I don't think they're going to get it. it based on the other two films that are opening with it. And the other one is one for the money. Oh, God. Which looks so bad. Oh, I got a Groupon uh, coupon. You know, I was just going to mention, Mayor told me that last night. <laughs> I'm like, oh, two tickets for the price of one? Have to see one one for the money. No now, fucking way. <laughs> what's, what's funny, last night, um, Mare's sitting on the couch, and she's a big fan of the books and all that. Mm -hmm. And she just says, oh, no. Oh, no, they're not doing that. And I'm like, now I'm intrigued. What's going on? And just... <sighs> what is the matter? I just found a Groupon. Okay, for what? One for the money. Oh, really? <laughs> How much? $6 a ticket. What? <laughs> 
I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Six bucks? Holy shit. Yeah. This With- not being received well at all. Will, well, did you see the trailer yet? Did you actually finally yeah, watch I the did trailer? Watch, I finally did watch the trailer. You see what I meant with that scene where like, it's the, the dinner table? Yeah. And it's, like, they just, have, they just have a camera on a lazy Susan. Not, so, but it's not even spinning. It's like that, that kind of like flop, flop. It's like it's your typical like sitcom uh, stab at humor. Yep. And and like the and the, all all the characters are so over the top. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's poorly directed. She belongs in a home. She shot yeah. the turkey. All right. Where, where if, and I'm going to defend the books because when you read the books, that scene, I remember reading that scene, his re- the, the father's reaction is so much funnier in the book just because it's underplayed at first. We well, said he's like the sh- he's a straight man in the scene. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a straight man. He's not like, he's not like uh, Seinfeld's father. Oh, right. You know, I mean, uh, but oh, yeah. Now, if that was that, that would be my finger, I think, for this one. I don't know. That's close. Uh, we'll see. But and... they're, they're, they're bribing people to go see it. You yeah. know that's a bad sign. Oh yeah, it's it's the same effect when um, when a movie comes out and then they give you, let's say, you buy the DVD, like say it's a sequel, or even if it's not a sequel, it's just another animated movie or film like it. They give you uh, uh, movie money to go see it. Lord of the Rings was like that. They did that with Lord of the Rings. The first one, right? Uh, both of them, I think. Well, I think the re- the biggest reason why they did it with the first one was because it was it was it was new. They didn't know if it was going to work. Everybody inside knew that they made a great film. No, no, they just didn't no, know no. people were going to go see it or not. When you when you bought the DVD box set of the first movie, it came with like discounted tickets to see the second one. And the same Did thing. Did it really? Second, yeah, and I I used them. Yes. I don't remember getting movie money for that. I got movie money for that. Because I got I got I got the movies and I got the big box set too. Because they, because they know it's dimin- it's di- it's diminishing returns. The sequels usually make less, and when you're spending more on them, you really want to get asses and seats, especially for that opening weekend. That's all they care about that opening weekend. Yeah, the sequel actually, well, that series was unique. It, that's each movie yeah. made more than the last. Right. Um, but yeah, like when I remember specifically when Jurassic Park three came out, um, I, uh, they had the whole box set for ju- the Jurassic Park one and two, and it came with movie money to go see three. Yeah, because they know. When uh, Pitch Black came out on DVD, they gave you movie money to go see The Chronicles of Riddick. That was a re-release, you know, just for that. Yes, yes. So it's always a bad sign when they give away tickets. That's really what I'm getting at. The third movie? Yes. Is? What? The the Pitch Black? No, three movies coming out. Oh, the last film is the Liam Neeson film, The Grey. Yes. And here's, here's a film... That looks it looks really good, and just so everybody is on the same page, the gray is coming out in January because Liam Neeson is he's essentially the king of January at this point. Taken comes out last weekend in January. Does huge, right? Exactly. Uh, Unknown comes out last it weekend in January. Wasn't a very big big hit, but it made a lot of money. It was. For the budget, it was a hit. Mm-hmm. Now, The Grey comes out last weekend in January. So there's no... There, there's there's no uh, other reason... Did we lose you, Scott? Look at that. We lost Scott. All right. You know, we fixed that line. I, I hit the wrong button. I'm of sorry. Co- of course I was in a cough, and I was going to mute myself, and I hung up. I'm sorry. Look what you C- did, you son Continue, of a- Continue, sir. 
Well, you don't sound as good as you did before you connected, so hopefully that goes away. What? I don't sound good now? Okay, it sounds good now. So what uh, What was the last thing you heard me say? Anyway, just finish, finish your anyway, there's no Anyway, mista- there's no mistake why The Grey has come out the last week of January. No, yeah. Because uh, Liam Neeson's last two films were released that way, and they did very well financially. You so, watch, watch the Bill Maher show, right? Yeah. See the uh, he had the new rules was last week or the week before. I haven't seen the one the one last week. It's still on my DVR. Yeah, the new rule from now on, all of Liam Neeson's films need to be titled "I will hunt you down and kill you." <laughs> I like it. I like it. And and I this is my prediction. I'm making it right now. I'm calling this. Yeah. Taken Two is scheduled to be released in October of 2012. I think. They're waiting. They're waiting to see what the gray does this weekend. If it does well, I can guarantee you Taken 2 will be released the last week of January 2013. I got a bad feeling about that. I do too. But I have you seen have you heard the plot for that yet? Yeah, they're, they're, he and his wife are both kidnapped. Yeah. So he's gonna, he's yeah, so he's going to save himself. Yeah. Well, who uh, else can he save? I, I I just bad feel. As long as he shoves fucking uh, two metal sticks in someone's legs or some variation of it. It's like Die Hard 2. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. How can the same thing happen to the same guy twice? Right. <laughs> but, no, I think the I think they're waiting to see what the, the weekend numbers for the gray will be, and I can guarantee you that they will push Taken 2 into a January release purposely. You know, if, if if they've got a hard on for Liam Neeson all of a sudden, and his he he's got the uh, action chops behind him, hmm. let's just reboot Darkman. That would be so good. Reboot Darkman. I'd even his... say let Sam Raimi do it. Just let him have a second crack no. at it. No, no, no. You don't fresh think so? Hands. Fresh hands. No. You think that. so? Okay. Fresh hands. And, but yeah, reboot that. Make it darker. Go darker uh, and give us the ending it should have had, and not that I don't whatever think... GTS stuff. I don't know if they'd go as far as reboot, but I think they would just continue a story. They could reboot that. No, they no no because they did two sequels already, direct to video. Yeah, no, I, I, I Oslo. No, I know. I, I know. I know the films, but I, I, I think they, they would. Yeah, <laughs> I think they would just do a continuation. Truly, I, I'm saying do a reboot. If the Punisher, if the Punisher got a reboot. Yeah, but they didn't get the same actor. They got somebody different. I know, but but if they get Liam Neeson, what I'm if they don't if they don't get Liam Neeson, I think they can reboot it. But if they, they think they get Liam Neeson, they'll just continue. They can reboot Liam Neeson because they'll make it less comic booky and darker. That's why Sam Raimi can't put his tiny little fucking hands on it. <laughs> make it less comic booky, make it more just like you know this burned freak is now killing people left and right. Yeah, because <laughs> he he you know he he kind of. He used it in bits of the film, but there was that whole potential of just like the the intelligent, methodical scientist reduced to like screaming, "Dirt, burn in hell! Ha! Ah! Take the fucking <laughs> elephant!" You know, <laughs> just just reduced to that animal urge to destroy people. Okay, you know, bring that back and just just lose like the like you know. Oh, now I'm taking the wife to the festival. Yay! Yeah, fuck that. Just have him in like bandages through the whole film. All right. Hey, I'll see it either way. How's that? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So that's the next week's schedule. I think we should take a break. And Uh, when we come back from break, we can talk about the Oscar nominations for 2012. You know, 2011 nominations. We're going to talk nominations. I want to. I want to put in real quickly. 
I oh, I, yeah, I you wanted to go back stuff. to the 3D stuff. Yeah, because recently, last week, I finally watched Harold and Kumar's Very Merry Christmas. But not or in very, 3D. Or very, not in 3D, but it was a 3D film. Okay. And, of course, they made fun of the whole 3D thing. Right. Every time they had something flying to the camera, it was like mocking it. Good. I also just recently watched uh, the remake of Fright Night. Okay. Which was also in 3D. It was, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. The 3D shit has to stop. It's it's bad, right? It's 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 so bad that whenever they throw a 3D shot in, it's literally this shouldn't be in the movie. Well, and that's my they write they write stuff in specifically for that 3D effect, and then when you get to the point where okay, they're in the nightclub and the DJ's throwing stuff into the crowd, right? And that comes hurtling at you. I'm I'm done. Enough already. God damn it. And and that's my argument the one that I've been going with for a while now. Um, like back in the 80s, when they were doing that to every other fucking movie, just like it's happening now with the 3D shit. You go back and you look at those movies, and not only does it look ridiculous, not only does it not hold up, but it just is fucking awful to boot. And when it comes to horror films, horror films are already as cliche and methodical yeah. and boilerplate as it is when you throw that in it's even more predictable than they usually are and it becomes more annoying exactly. also something else i would like to stop seeing in films what's that prologues and epilogues <laughs> fucking done with them did they do that in fright night they got in fright night you, they got you got your typical okay it's a horror film but it's a slow build so we have to remind the audience we're watching a horror film so we're going to put a horror scene right at the beginning oh jeez and then we have to have the wrap up. You know, at at the end of like an action film or a horror film, right. where everyone survives and they're happy. Yeah. I don't need a three months later shot of them on the beach holding hands, and it's not in that film. But I'm just making one up. No, I understand. I don't need the shot of them six months later holding hands, like, well, everything turned out all right. Thanks. You know where that shit came from? You know where you know when they used to do that a lot? What's that? During the Haze Code, when horror films weren't allowed to have bad endings. Oh. Where they had where they had the tag on the shit at the end where they come back and, oh it was all a joke <laughs> and then there's a comic you know like like watch the black cat mm. they all survive at the end is like the two of them are in the car and he's reading the review of his book it's not realistic oh my it's just <laughs> this is the shit they had to do back when the government was telling them or you know the Hayes Code when they were telling them you have to have a happy ending oh, and they're yeah. They're oh, wow. pulling the same yeah. shit. I'm tired. Of, I mean, when, when the film opens up with a scene. Now, luckily, and, I, and the, the opening shot of Fright Night is not taken from the middle of the film. Okay. Which is what I, I, I really hate that. But yes. it's, still, it's still that kind of thing where the, the, when the prologue doesn't actually have any bearing on the film, when if you could take that prologue off mm -hmm. and show the film and you don't lose anything... It's only there because they wanted to start off with something to remind the audience, please don't walk out in the first three minutes. <laughs> I don't get it. And at the end, yeah. if you can chop that whole ending off and there's no, you know, we're not talking like that, like, like at the end of like the, uh, like a, a heist film where the last scene is the guy pulls the diamond out of his pocket. I had it all the time. That's different. That's a punchline. Right. You know, that's something okay. you build up to. But they, when you have that ending where it's just a, well, you know, now we can go out on a date and it's just, cut that shit off and it's still a good film i'm just, i'm done with it I, there's no reason for it we're, well, we're we're going back to the same mentality we were back 
when it was like the the film prohibition. Uh, there's no shortage of 3D movies either. Every other fucking movie's in 3D. I like how you I, jump right back to 3D, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making an important point here, goddammit. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me thinking about 3D, about how their TVs aren't selling and Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, you know, how uh, the, the movies are still coming out theatrically in 3D and, and how stupid they look when you have to end up watching them on regular television, not in 3D. Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, just, just so there's no miscommunication here, uh-huh. uh, the Fright Night remake, yeah. as far as the horror film remakes go, isn't that bad. Really? It, it's, it has some minor flaws that fall along my typical complaints of they change shit just to change shit. Right. But... It picks up in the second act, and okay. uh, it, it, it's not like Friday the Thirteenth. Like they do, they do recreate some iconic scenes, but they do it right, Fine. where it's not just cut and paste into the film. It, it's I, I recommend it, even if you like the original. You, you'll 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 hate the first half hour, but you'll get into it. Okay, I, I don't want to. I've been wanting to check it out anyway, so I don't want to do, do, do a full review of it. But after my ranting, I don't want people to come away thinking I was saying it sucked. <laughs> That's all. Okay. But I had to get that off my chest. It's been bothering me for two days now. Well, good. I'm glad you brought it yeah. to the show. Right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You know what I did after I, I watched uh, Fright Night remake? Took a quick break? I played my Xbox. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Just... What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you after this short break. Yeah. We'll see... <laughs> I'm going to go check my email and see if he read that shit yet. I'm going to go check my <laughs> Xbox while you do that. Okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Fucker. Joey, do you have time to read these days? I don't. I have a kid. <laughs> Me neither. But you know what? I listen to books. Oh, you do? I download audiobooks at audible.com. There you go. Right now I'm listening to The Shock Value, how a few eccentric outsiders gave us nightmares, conquered Hollywood, and invented modern horror. I think you can get that link from our site, too. Uh, well, not for that, but for Audible. No, yeah. well, the audible.com. Yeah, and you can get that book through audible.com. You go to our website, moviesucktastic.com. You go to the podcast page. And on the lower left-hand corner, there's an audible.com link. Click on that, you get a two-week free uh, trial. And we get a kickback. And we, and, and, and we need it. Please. Yeah. Well, I, I, we don't ask for donations, but this is a good way to keep the show running. This microphone is, has more tape on it than my balls. <laughs> That's a lot of tape. That is quite... You know what? You go, go to audible.com. Go audible.com, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm confused. What are you confused about? Uh, I'll get into it in a minute, but you go ahead and start the show. All right. Or uh, start this part of the show. Well, what we're going to talk about are the 2011 Oscar nominations. It just came out, uh, I'd say, three days ago, two days ago, something like that. Well, Tuesday. Anyway, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Tuesday. So it's two came, days ago. Came out the same day as the presidential uh, State of the Union address and the Republicans' five-minute stand-up routine thereafter. <laughs> yeah. He wants to do what? He's pro-poverty, that bastard. <laughs> he wants to share the wealth. Did Communist. You, not to get political, but did you hear what Chris Christie did recently? Uh, hold on, hold on. Yes. He said something along the lines of people should vote if they want gay marriage. Oh, no, that, that was him pussying out of actually like making any kind of Fine. stand gay marriage. No, I'm talking about the one where he, talk, he was talking about teachers. Man. Uh, you know what? I well, my wife didn't say anything to me, and I haven't yeah. got I haven't gotten anything from it, the NJEA yet to tell me how how much I should hate him. <laughs> smart morning, you will. He's like, well, you know, we have to get rid of these Teflon teachers, these Teflon teachers, because you can't get rid of them, and we had, we can't get rid of them soon enough. Yeah, as soon as they're tenured, they're they're there forever. These Teflon teachers. Uh, ironically enough, Chris Christie making a reference to food. <laughs> He's a large man. That's what I'm trying to say. Um. I don't disagree with that 100%. I think there are some teachers... You know what? I don't until Chris Christie says it. (laughs) Like, you know, I can't agree with that. I I don't... I do think there are some teachers out there that Uh find their job secure. Jesus Christ, let me get rid of this music. Motherfucker. What music? Yeah, okay. What? Uh, Nothing. I, I think there are some teachers out there that are just doing the minimal... You know, doing what they, the least amount. I can say the same thing about... And there are, I think there are teachers that are 30, 40 years in that have as much enthusiasm and vigor as they did in their first year of teaching. So I, are, I, I, I think... There are governors I can say the same thing about, sir. Of course. I, yeah. I think you can say that about any job. Right. Um, but I do, I do think there are some teachers that just don't care anymore. Don't run away, I, I do think that. Uh, we're going to talk about movies in a minute. Don't <laughs> run away. <laughs> I just I, had to get that out. I, I, I do think there are teachers that way. I, do all teachers need to be crucified? Uh, no, of course not. Students uh, do. Yeah. Kids, the kids do. You know, the whole, the whole Teflon teacher thing, it does not apply to every single teacher like he makes it out to be. I think it does apply to a small percentage, as with any job. So. And, and gay teachers marrying? No, 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 no. <laughs> So, so anyway, the 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 Academy. What what which Academy Awards is this? The eightieth. Uh, what this is it? The eighty fourth Academy 84th? Awards. Okay. So next year is going to be something special. Oh 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 oh! I bet. Yeah, they'll actually ask Bill Crystal this time instead of. Uh... Speaking of gays. <laughs> oh my! No, not him. The fact that that's why. Uh, what's his name? Not is not hosting. That's why that's Eddie why Murphy is not yeah, hosting because, and that's uh, why what's his name is not directing. What's his face? The director. Mr. Rush Hour asshole. Yeah, he... he yeah. Yeah. Rehearsals for fags. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, directing's for morons. Yeah. Way to go. His track record uh, shows it. All right, anyway. I'm surprised Chris Tucker didn't step up to take over. <laughs> what? He probably did, and uh, he's probably like, the director. I can't remember his name. He's like, uh, no. Brett Ratner. That's it, Brett Ratner. Yeah. He's probably like, you know what, Chris... Um, they should have just got Brett Ratner to host it. 
<laughs> Beat that train wreck last year. Yeah. Oh, let's appeal to the MTV generation. MTV generation isn't watching this shit. Yeah. You guys don't get that yet? No, they don't. They really, they're really They're watching. Don't. You know what they're watching? Hmm. MTV. Yes, they <laughs> They're watching All I Want Is My Pants Back. No, they're watching the goddamn Jersey Shore. And if you know what? I'm not going to get into that either because I'm just going to get pissed off some more. So, the Oscars. Because that motherfucker still hasn't read my email yet. The Oscars. The Oscars. Oh, yes. Now, I, I'm confused, Ed. You're confused, Ed. Now, last year, mm-hmm. they uh, or the Avatar year, was it two years ago? No, that was two years ago. They uh, Because of Avatar. Yes. They changed it from five to ten nominees. They did. Okay. I'm looking at the list now. Mm-hmm. There's nine nominees. How, how so? I'm I'm counting nine nominees. One, oh, two. Oh, three. shit. You're right. I, there is only nine. Oh, shit. That's the fifth time I've been right today. Stop stop doubting me, sir. Wow. What? I, I didn't even notice. I, I haven't looked at the news or anything, so I don't. I just noticed now because I didn't look to. I, I glanced Tuesday. I glanced. Huh. And I'm going over my ballot here. There's only nine. What What the fuck? This is the printable ballot, right? Yes, and I double-checked online with another list. You did check. Okay. I was going to say, let's let's check just well, to make movie, sure. Movie phone does not make mistakes, sir. <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, I checked on uh, entertain, the Washington Post. They've got a list of the best pictures. Now, is their whole thing to say up to ten? I mean, could next year only have six? I, could I, next year only have five? Hopefully it has two. <laughs> they so, only got one nominee, so no one is surprised at the end. I guess they, they don't could, have to wait till one in the morning to find out. I guess they couldn't find ten good films this year. That says a lot. It, it says a lot about how bullshit this whole. They're not even like adhering to any kind of rule anymore. I used to really, I used to really look forward to the Oscars, and now I so don't give a fuck on a yearly basis. I look forward to it because it's a re- it's a reason to drink. Well, <laughs> well, which we will try and do. Um, for our show, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do it from live stream like we did two years ago, uh-huh. three years ago, three years ago, wow. three years ago. Correct, correct. Three years ago, uh, we're gonna do it that way. Um, you guys will get to to sit in our living room while we watch the Oscars with you. Well, your living room, not ours. I mean, I don't. Well, live- you're gonna be here with me. It'll be ours. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. And um, and and my my proposition still stands that every time they announce an award, we take a shot. I think I'm going to take the next day off, and I think you should do the same. I believe so, too. I think I should put in for that day. And then day. We, we could go out for breakfast. Yes, yes. And uh, we can just hang out and play Xbox. We could even do like, like, like Maybe. a... Maybe. Even better. We could do a... <laughs> we could do our, um, hang on. Hang on. What's that over there? Uh, it's your Xbox? No, that's me coughing with the mute button on. Oh, I was trying to distract uh, you. Um, oh, okay. We it, can even do worked. the... The uh, movie sucktastic next day hungover recap. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I don't. I don't get hungover. No. Um. Yeah. But so because, uh, what the fuck? I I haven't looked into it. So I don't know what their excuse is. I'm very surprised. There's only nine fucking movies here. Yeah. Huh. Actually, I'm I'm gonna do what the rest of the world does. But did don't... you go to uh, the uh, the uh, Oscars official website? No, but I went to the Washington Post. They're not gonna get that wrong. It's a list of movies. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Let's see. Let's let's go to their website real quick. Why only nine from the oh, Oscar God. nominations this year? And why do they got to play video 
every fucking time. That's why I don't go to that site. There is only nine. I got to I got to read up on this on why there's only nine. And did anyone not I'm, I I find it amazing uh, that you noticed because I didn't notice. You know why I noticed? Because mm. ever since they, they put the 10, my favorite game is, which of these would not have been nominated if we only had five slots? <laughs> and I, I selected my choices, and there were only four left. I was like, I don't wait a minute. That's simple math. That can't be wrong. You mean there's only five left? No, I circled five choices, and there's only four left. You are right again. Six time. Six time tonight. You just gotta stop. I got. I should stop. Everything I say is rote. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. I have my list of five. Um, I'm looking at it now. I I didn't do this beforehand because I probably would have noticed the words. There wasn't ten if I did, but I know what five uh, would have been nominated, and then the other four that would not have. So we want to just breeze through the list and then do that list. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, all right. So we got nine nominees. Why? Uh, why? Why are there only nine? I don't know. I I find that. I, f- I find it. Ah, here. Somebody mentions it. Okay. What do they say? I don't know. They haven't said why yet. Go ahead and r- go work around me. All right. Well, I'll, wh- I'll get to the bottom of the shit. I'm just going to work from the bottom up. Uh, and and to be honest, I think the last film is the one that's going to win. But anyway, Aha! hold on. Why only nine movies? A few years ago, only five movies. I, and I'm I'm not going to plug this site. I'm just going to read it. Okay. Uh, we're giving the best picture nominated, and it went to ten movies. Why this year did the Academy nominate nine for the first time ever? It has to do with the votes, of course. Under the new rules, a film has to get at least five percent of of first place votes in the nomination round to qualify for best picture nomination. Okay. According to New York Magazine's Vulture column, most Oscar esper- experts predicted that the Academy would nominate just seven films. Huh. Look at that. So so it's not ten, it's... What gets the votes? To, up to, it's up to ten. Right. So, so why we, didn't they say that? So we could actually see... They're making it up as they go along. Yes, they are. So according to this, we could actually see five movies again. Sure. Oh, well, when Avatar comes out, who's going to vote for anything else? <laughs> and not only can we see only five movies, but we could see different movies getting Best Director. Uh, you know, other than, because normally, you know, it's five movies, and most of the time, it's the director of those movies gets nominated. Not all the time, but for the most part, at least four of the five used to be, okay, this movie, this director nominated, and then you'd always have... Once in a while, you'd have a different film with a different director. But that's interesting that they. Does that mean they already know the the winner? Um, well, I know there's a certain day that all the ballots have to be sent in. Oh, all right. That's not of the nominations. They have to have at least five percent of first place votes for the nominations. Okay, and then they vote on the winner from the nomination. Never mind. Ignore me. Continue, sir. So okay. I was almost wrong there, but I, I corrected myself. Almost wrong. Almost wrong. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen tonight, so you're good to go. All right. Uh, War Horse is one of the nominees. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, uh, two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes of this, this idiot child chasing after his horse. Is this is this, is this uh, narrated? It probably is. I, I, I don't know be. for sure, but it probably is. It's got to be narrated. I wouldn't doubt it. 
the only way this could work if it wasn't narrated. I mean, yeah. You, what I'm thinking is, the horse has to talk. The horse talks. I don't know. I don't think the, the horse, horse has talks. to talk. I mean, you know, if it was Mr. Ed. Yeah. Can you imagine that a war movie with Mr. Edge? Mr. Ed. <laughs> I've I've seen horrible things. <laughs> Horror. I'm Mr. Ed. Horror. I'm Take coming that. to save you, Action Jackson. Take that, you crowd. <laughs> is it the Civil War? I don't know what which horror it is. It's World War One. World War One. Take that. What? You're still right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was the Japanese. So the first war was Japanese. Uh no, second war. Well, we dropped the bomb. Oh, we're horrible history students. Well, no, well, we dropped the bomb uh, on Hiroshima. Take that, you foreigner. That in World War Two because uh, Pearl Harbor. That'd be a better ending, too. Was like, Wilbur, kill me, Wilbur. <laughs> Put me out of my misery, Wilbur. Uh, anyway. Now, there's a War Horse film I'll go see. I know you would. He could be a spy. Yeah. Their, their flags are to the northeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your Mr. Ed's pretty uncanny. <laughs> All right. And they uh, get the old way. They can stick a carrot in a horse's ass. No CGI. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about Warhorse to death. We've ranted about Warhorse to death. We don't care about seeing Warhorse. We've mentioned it every week for like the last three episodes, I think. Or what if they crossed it with National Velvet and they had the, the kid with the black helmet riding him to the wall? <laughs> I guarantee you he jumps over a hedge at some point in this film. He jumps over something. He Do jumps over uh, a, a pit, I think. I'm, I, I'm uh, All right. It's got to be at least... He has to jump something once at least every half hour. So we're looking at, there has to be a minimum of five jumps in this film. Well, they make it a point in the trailer to point, uh, they make it, the they point out in the trailer they, that they the horse. Pointing to, uh, yes, they make. Yeah, there's pointing going on. There's pointing going on. They go through great lengths in the trailer to show you What's that the point, horse. Sir? Holy fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Get uh, to the point. Uh-huh. <laughs> they show in the trailer that the horse won't jump. And then later on in the trailer, they show that he's jumping over shit. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. Yeah, so um, one of the trailers does show that this horse doesn't want to jump over things. So the horse has a character arc. Yeah. Fuck this movie. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I, you know what? As a kid's book, I'm totally behind it. As a two-hour and 40-minute film? No. 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 Is it 240? Am I wrong? Or am I thinking of... Um, um, or am no, I thinking I, you know what? I, think, I, I don't think it is that long. The girl with the dragon tattoo. That's the one I was I was bitching about. Yeah, me. yeah. That's. I think Warhorse. You know what? I think Warhorse is like two I've hours and I've got, I've got it open. Twelve 100, minutes. One hundred and forty-six. It's two hours and twenty-six minutes. Yeah. It's still pretty long. That's still still a lot of Wilbur. Yeah. And the girl with the dragon tattoo, is. Uh, I think you're right. I think it is. I think it is two hours and 40 minutes. The film tragically ends when John Belushi cuts the horse in half as a... As a uh, well, you know what? The original Frank. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is two and a half hours. It's two hours and 32 minutes. No, is it? Yeah, and the remake wait, 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 is I that. I two hours and 38 minutes. So the I, remake is only six minutes longer. I could have sworn it was two hours and five minutes. Really? Maybe the, one of the sequels was, was that. No, this, I watched the Swedish. The first one is the only one I've seen. That was two and a half hours? According to IMDb, it's two hours and 32 minutes. I was wrong about that last episode. I stand. You should have checked me back then. How come you're not checking me last episode? I, I don't know. 
I'm right all the time now, but when I'm making mistakes back then, you're not checking me? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, my, my bad. I, it didn't seem like two and a half hours. It's a slow film, but uh, all right, I stand corrected on that. The Girl Who Played With Fire, which is the sequel, that's two hours. See, that one's two hours and nine minutes. Right, the, okay. The Girl Who Played With Fire. And then the last one, The, the Girl Who Kicked The Hornet's Nest. Right, which ended the trilogy. That one, two hours oh, and. His, his death ended the trilogy. <laughs> two hours and uh, two hours and twenty-seven minutes. I haven't read the books, but I, I can't imagine that he foresaw not writing a fourth one. No, <laughs> to wrap it up nicely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I better tie loose ends up now. Why? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> just, just do as I say. Now, see, of course, I'm saying that not knowing the details. We can go back now and find out he actually did. Like he was dying slowly, and it's like, oh, I gotta finish this, so I can just be a complete prick right now. <laughs> Well, what are you going to do? It happens. Won't be, won't be the first time. Nah. All right. Uh, yeah, moving on is the Terrence Malick film, also with Brad Pitt, uh, The Tree of Life. Now, that's on my list of would not have been nominated otherwise. Me too. Because it was so critically panned when it came out as being slow and plotting and uh, just yeah. like trying to be sentimental and just like you just just well, I, being... I think i think a lot of the actors in the film and, and most actors anyway ever since terrence malick came out of retirement they want to work with him uh-huh you know he's one of those uh treasured directors um he he did badlands and then he didn't make a movie for almost 30 years and then he came back with the thin red line which is another film it's long it's drawn out it's pretty boring um you know and then he went and he did um Oh, what the fuck was it called? Oh, fuck. It was uh, the one with uh, Colin Farrell. Uh, the New World, it was called. Right. And again, another film. It was long, it was drawn out, it was boring. And wow. it's just the style of film he makes. You either you like it or you don't. And he made The Tree of Life, and it's getting reviewed well, but I think as a film, most people are going to find it pretty boring. I heard a lot of I heard a lot of negative reviews about that film. Yeah, I, I've heard as ma- as many good as I have bad. Now IMDb's got it at seven point one. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't know. I I just think it's a love it or hate it kind of movie, and I think he's a love it or hate it kind of director. I just think that's the way it is. Actually, I'm, I'm actually a bit uh, ambivalent about his track record. I don't really see a lot there that I would uh, feel either way about. I've never been in the war films. So the Thin Red Line doesn't thrill me at all. Only movie I ever walked out on. Not because I didn't like really? it, mostly because I was very bored. And I just Badlands. Said, I mean, yeah, the Badlands is the Badlands. That's a classic. But yeah, but but like you know what he said, what he did before that, like Drive. He said Deadhead Miles. You never hear about this stuff anymore. No. Days of Heaven. No. Uh, Bears Kiss. Never fucking heard that one. Yeah. But yeah, I walked out of a thin red line. I was just like, you know what? I'm bored. I'll just watch this another time. And I never did. And that movie came out 14 years ago. Never watched it again. A fairy tale-like love story between young circus artist Lola and Bear Misha, who one day transforms into a human being. Really? Yeah. It's an Italian film. Oh, never mind. That makes sense, then. (laughs) Uh, so, all right. I'm not even being facetious. I'm not even being sarcastic. That makes sense now. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the, uh, another film nominated, Terrence Malick. It just, all right, whatever. It is what it is. And now he's got like like five films in like, in like various stages of production now. Right. 
ever since the Tree of Life. I have so. to watch. I haven't seen. Looking at all of the the movies, I haven't seen any one of them yet. That, that means I have to watch nine movies in two months. Two oh. months? No, wait a minute. It comes out the twenty sixth. I have to watch nine movies in a month. Well, no. We now to be fair, we have to watch Best Picture, Best Director, uh, and Best Actor and Actress. Well, Best Picture and Best Director are the same. All of the movies nominated for Best Picture are in a best in the Best Director category. Okay. So, you, all if look- by watching the Best Picture, you will have seen the five directors. All right. Then, in Best Actor, all we have to add onto that is A Better Life and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Right. And, and for Best Actress, Albert Nobbs, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. The Iron Lady, my weekly—that's all like all new. Okay, <laughs> everything but the help. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, best screenplay. I, I want to predict that now. Well, hold on. Your voice is going a little wacky right now. <clears throat> How about now? Well, I was thinking more because you of mean? your headset. I was thinking more because of my gra- gravelly voice. How do I sound now? Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Well, all right. We'll we'll take it as it goes. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me good? Do I sound sexy? You sound fine now. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, I, I will not move from this position, sir. Okay. Now, uh, best screenplay, which is always my category. I watch best screenplay. Right. Uh, I'm making a prediction now for best adapted screenplay. Best adapted? Yeah, it's going to be... Tinker uh, Tailor Soldier Spy. Holy shit, you're kidding me. You... The Help was not... The Help was not uh, nominated for best adapted. Yep. I didn't even look yet. I just assumed it was going to be nominated. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That film, like, just blew... That broke all... I mean, it just, just came out of nowhere. No, yeah. without that there, it's it's going to be the uh, either Tinker Tailor or the Ides of March. And I'm going Tinker Tailor, just because it, I think it's a, a... It's a classic, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it was well-received. Yes, it was. Did get a lot of positive... Uh, uh, and original screenplay, I, I got to go the artist. You know... You know what surprised me about the nominations for original screenplay? What's that? Bridesmaids. Yeah. Now that's that is almost the same as if they had The Hangover. I still haven't seen Bridesmaids, but from what I've heard, yeah, you're right. It's The Hangover. But so, I mean, it's that kind of humor. It there's, you know, she shits in the street. <laughs> that's like a funny part. It's like, "Oh, she shit in the street." That's not really highbrow. Normally, it's, that's not top- Oscar nomination. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, uh, William Goldman. Please uh-huh. tell me I got his name right. There's a Goldberg. Goldman, right? I don't know. Uh, Princess Bride, director. Um, I think it is Goldman. I I, I always say Goldberg accidentally. Uh, Gold, William Goldman, in one of his books, he he lamented the fact that Hollywood never recognizes the genius of comedy screenplays. Uh, he he insisted that something about Mary should right. should have been nominated for an Oscar for best screenplay just based on the craft of the screenplay. Okay. It was like masterfully written, like the setups and the, like he, he goes through the whole thing, how like, like some of the stuff, like there's stuff in there that shouldn't be funny, but the way they did it, it was very well written. So I find it interesting that Bridesmaids is on the list. Well, now that you put it that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I find it, I find it intriguing that it's on the list because it's just, just a comedy. If you go back and look at other best Original screenplay nominations. Mm-hmm. The only times you really get uh, comedies are when they're more topical, like Juno, right? Or um, or if they're more dark or artistic, such as uh, um, Little Miss Sunshine, 
Right. You, you, when you have that kind of art house feel to it, or if you have that, uh, you know, I mean, like Juno, for all it was, was still a pretty, pretty uh, formulaic, you know, message movie. Oh yeah. So Bridesmaids, which is is pretty much the female version of The Hangover, I, I found that interesting, and I, I, it makes me think that it's not going to win. Right. But uh, I got a feeling Midnight in Paris is going to win. But I'm jumping ahead. Let's go back you, to Best it, Picture. Okay. Sorry. You think it's good? Okay. I, I'll, get, I'll get to that later. I'm sorry. Best Picture. Best so you were talking. You, 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 you had mentioned, uh, what, what were you talking Tree about? Tree of Life. You, Tree of Life, and then you were switching into Moneyball, right? Moneyball. Yes. Uh, which, was the, which was the in-flight movie on my first flight last week. And so you've seen it? No. No? I was writhing in agony as my scientist tried to push my right eyeball out of my skull. <laughs> I did not watch Moneyball. What about your trip back? However, no, uh, that was the only long flight I took that had a movie in it. Oh, all right. My first flight, my first flight ever since I was a little child, was six hours long, and I spent the whole time trying to keep my head from Exploding. falling. Exploding. Yes. <laughs> but I did. Um, I wasn't able to sleep fully. I'm also told I was snoring on the flight. <laughs> Not <And> surprised. <clears throat> pardon me. And there actually is video of me snoring on the flight because oh. I gave permission. We need. Uh, we need this. I keep. Telling her to put it on my associate, I told her put it on YouTube. I'm not bashful. We have to, we have to put it on YouTube and link I, it to our I'll, our movie sucktastic YouTube. I, I will, I'll tell her to send me the video and I will put it online. But nice. I, I remember waking up every 15 minutes, uh-huh. and every time I woke up, um, no sound. But every time I looked at the screen of Moneyball, someone was sitting at a desk talking. <laughs> uh, it's almost like the air. Uh, it's like uh, the firm. No, the Pelican briefs. Right. I, when I projected it, every time I would look out the window, they were in an airplane talking. <laughs> every time I looked up at Moneyball, they're in an office talking. They tend so, to do that. I, you know, I, one <laughs> one shot had someone watching people practicing a sport. Was it football or baseball? It's baseball. Baseball? Okay. Moneyball's baseball. They were practicing baseball. That's how much I know about this film. You know, uh, Jonah Hill is nominated for Best Supporting Actor, right? What the fuck are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Hold on. We're, I didn't even look that far. Jonah Hill has, actually has an Oscar nod. Yep. Uh, he, has to, he has to go. I knew you were going to like that. No, he has to go. What? Jo- wait, wait, hold on. Jonah Hill, Moneyball, you're not fucking with me. <laughs> no. God <laughs> damn it. Why? Because he broke character and didn't act like, act like a... Uh, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Don't. Now I have to see it just to see why he's got an Oscar. <laughs> he better, I, I better cry in that film. <laughs> I better like contemplate suicide out of the sheer grief running through my, coursing through my veins watching his performance. Right. I mean, he, he better die in the film or something. There, but <laughs> there, I can't, there's gotta be, really, but yep. they couldn't find 10 good movies. They couldn't find 10 good movies. Apparently they couldn't find five good actors either. They couldn't find five good actors either. What the Fuck. Yep. Oh, this is not going to be a good year. You know, I wonder how the the nominations really work. Is this based on what the reviewers remember, or are they given a list of all the movies that came out in 2011? Oh, it's nominations. I think you can just write anything you want. I mean, I, I'm just going from what I've heard in the past. I, I, you know, we can do some research, but that's boring. Uh, right. Because I, I the thing make, is, it's, I'd rather make shit up. But I think it's but but by, by the their explanation of the best picture, where they yeah. said 
you can only get in if you have like five percent or more. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that they just give them a blank slate and say, okay, nominate somebody. Because if you really look at the the movies nominated for Best Picture, the only movies, the on, the only movies that were not released in the last quarter of this year were The Help and Midnight in Paris. Yeah. Everything else is because I I think oh, as, no, I think as a society we've gotten worse with our memory. I well, think society it, it's Hollywood is so narrow it's so myopic too. They only see. You know, it's, it, you're only as good as your next project. Right. When you, when you make something great 10 months ago, no one cares. They're looking at what's coming up. Yeah. So when, when they're looking at the nominations, for the most part, they're only looking at what's affecting the market now. Right. You know, you're right. You're definitely right on that. So it, it just... Uh... That's why they always release most of them at the end of the year to begin with, because they want it... The, the, if they think a film has a shot at an Oscar, they release it fourth quarter. Right. And yeah. I, And I think that... I think we'd get. They're they're now at ten movies. I think we'd get better movies if they were to go back and and look at a lot of other films released during the year instead of the 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 movies that were released, you know, in October, November, and in December. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I don't know. And again, you, I'm, I'm sure rambling. you have people. I'm sure you have people. No, you're not rambling. You're making a good. You're making a very good point, sir. Oh, thank you. And I'm sure that there are people nominating films that are looking back into the first second quarter of the year and those but, films aren't the ones where they need five percent of the vote but but well no what i'm saying is that but as far as the majority of nominee nominators uh you're going to have a majority looking at the more present film right not all of them are going to cast a glance back to the whole year they're going to only see what's on their peripheral at that moment okay. so you are correct okay. it, it is sad Another reason, another example of why the whole thing sucks. Yeah, hey, it really does. Moneyball, I, by the way, also one of my uh, wouldn't be nominated under a five picture deal. I nominee. agree. I agree. Uh, where, where did you want to go from there? We talked about Warhorse too, didn't we? We we talked about Warhorse, Tree of Life, Moneyball. We've got you six... know what be, you know what, you know be good in Moneyball. What's that? If if Jonah Hill talked, <laughs> Wilbur. Wilbur. Uh, next film is Midnight in Paris. We talked about this a while ago. Now, a lot of people are calling this like Woody Allen's comeback, which which is odd because he never went anywhere. Right. He makes a film every year. I mean... Yes, he does. He's not bashful about it either. No. Um, I, I want to see this movie. There's just something about it that, that I find um, intriguing. You know the only thing holding me back? What's that? Take a guess. Owen Wilson? Yes. <laughs> Call. That's the only thing holding me back is Owen Wilson. I can't take his fucking smarmy mug in another romantic uh, film of any kind. Right. Um, I mean, I was done with him with the first uh, Little Fockers movie, whatever, uh, Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. I was done with him then. I think I was done with him after the Tenenbaums. I liked him in the Royal Tenenbaums. After that, he's yeah. just, you know... And I'm, I'm sure if I looked it up, I could find another film after that that I liked. But he really, Trillbit Taylor was it. That's it. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, he should be making films with uh, Stickler from Apple Pie at that point. Apple Pie. Or, or you know what I mean. American well, you know, Pie. you know what's funny. Uh, Tropic Stickler. Thunder. Yeah. The um, Matthew McConaughey's part. That was supposed to be Owen Wilson. Really? Yeah. Can Can't you tell that when you watch that movie, Matthew McConaughey's he just doesn't fit. Yeah, 
It just it works, but not a hundred percent. If it, it's supposed to be Owen Wilson, that's it's. He was he was too busy uh, mulling over uh, Drillbit Taylor too. No, he was too busy uh, trying to commit suicide. Really, he did. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. You missed that. Yeah, he uh, tried to kill himself. Yeah, he tried to kill himself right Good around when uh, Trop. Yeah, <laughs> right around right around when Tropic Thunder was being made. So he. What was the film he did before that? Right before that. Yeah. Let's How find... much you want to bet it was Drillbit Taylor? <laughs> You think he was filming Drillbit Taylor? I, I I think I think much like many audience members, that probably drew him towards uh, you know bouts of suicide. How That's, did he try to do it? Uh, I believe it was. Fuck! I think it was. I think he tried to slit slit his wrists. Real? Oh, oh, he took a knife to himself. I think so. Okay, because if it was drugs, then I, I was going to give a no go. No, I don't think it was drugs. Uh, let's see. He did. Where is, you know, I'm looking for Tropic Thunder, but he wasn't in Tropic Thunder. Um, when did Tropic Thunder come out? A while ago. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like four or five years ago. I think the last thing he, fuck, you know what? I think it might be Drillbit Taylor. Ta I, what did I say? That I, I can guarantee after you, me, and Dupree, and then Drillbit Taylor is like, fuck, my career's over. Yeah, Tropic Thunder came out in 08, and so did Drillbit Taylor. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he turned down. He turned down Tropic Thunder because it was a starring role in Drillbit Taylor. And then after that, he's like, no, I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it because I can't do Drillbit Taylor too. I, I, I would actually put good money on, on him being offered the role of that uh, MacGyver, MacGruber movie. But, oh God! And and when they offered that to him, I guarantee, like the knife came out right then. <laughs> I get. I guarantee, it's like. <laughs> the script's on the table. His 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 agent's talking to him. No, really, I think this would be a good thing. It's a leading role. So, okay, can I use your restroom for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> you have any razors in here? Uh, razors? Yeah, in the bottom drawer. Thanks. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Owen? Here we go. Owen? On, yeah, on August 26, 2007, Wilson was taken to St. John's Health Center amid reports of a suicide attempt. He was later transferred to Cedars uh, Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. His lawyer later confirmed that he had been undergoing treatment for depression. Uh, a few days later, Wilson with withdrew from starring in Tropic Thunder, produced and starred by his friend and frequent collaborator collab collab Ben Stiller. Following the suicide attempt, Wilson had participated in limited publicity and promotion for his films. It doesn't say what, how he tried to kill himself. Uh, it better not fuck? have been pills. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he tried to slit his own wrists. Well, like a man masturbating, hanging in a closet. <laughs> yeah, that's how real men go. You seen the, those pictures were released? You know that, right? No. Yeah, look up Robert Carradine. Um, I'm not. <laughs> look up Robert Carradine suicide. His picture comes right up. I will do no such thing. You don't want to see it. Let's put uh, it that way, dude. If you've seen one auto erotic auto erotic asphyxiation death, you've seen them all. Yeah. If you cleaned up after one, you don't want to look at another one. I don't even want to know. No, you, you really don't. I really don't. <laughs> that was a long night. Yes. I, <laughs> Chris was involved. <laughs> dude. 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 Did it, I did it again. Oh, Chris, stop. <laughs> you got to stop calling me at two in the morning. When will it end? 
uh, dude, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, everybody's saying Midnight Paris is the uh, the comeback for Woody Allen. I guess I guess because everyone likes it. Right. And I guess because it's not a flat out comedy. Yeah. You know. Yep, he slid his wrists. He almost ah, he almost okay. didn't make it. Wow, that's that's there you go. He 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 was serious about that. Yeah, it says obviously something darker was going on. Blah blah blah. Only comment from those who said it'd be in good condition at Cyanide Medical Center. I respect respectfully ask that all the media allow me to receive care and heal in private during this difficult time. Yeah, his lawyer wrote that statement. Uh, nevertheless, speculation about his drug use, depression over his May breakup from Hudson, and a recent fight with a friend have uh, peppered the coverage of Wilson's hospitalization. A People magazine cover uh, cover story uh, out Friday quotes a friend saying. Owen was very despondent. He slit his wrists. He almost did not make it. Wilson dropped out of Tropic Thunder, a DreamWorks comedy. He was set to start shooting in a few weeks with Buddy and eight-time co-star Ben Stiller. You know, and what's even more ironic is, like, him doing that actually prevents him from starring in a good film. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first one in a long time. Right. What did he do directly after that? Uh, Joe Bett Taylor. No, but that was like the same year. What did you do after that? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, let's see. It was Jobit Taylor. He did, you mean Dupree, 2007, was the Darjeeling Limited, which I think he was filming uh, at the time or finished uh -huh. filming, and then they were going to start filming Tropic Thunder, and obviously this happened. He did Marley and Me the same year. Oh. Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum. Oh, yeah, I, I can see. He, you know, you can, he had a voice only, in the Fantastic Mr. Fox the following year. You, at least, you, I mean, when you're doing that kind of crap mm -hmm. and just and you're trying to balance it with our house stuff that's getting no attention, like the Darjeeling Limited, and you're doing shit like like Night at the Museum, which is just just soulless. And if you're Ben Stiller, you can handle that because he lost his soul. I don't know where a long time ago, uh, or any any artistic uh, you know endeavor you know hopes. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, he probably I, lost his soul somewhere around. I don't want to sound like a snob or anything, but Ben Stiller, after a while, said, okay, so you're playing the same role over and over again. You really he lost his soul at Zoolander. I think that's what that, happened. You know what? The fact that they're talking about a sequel now. Oh, I think they're not just talking. I think it's in pre-production. Well, now, they've always talked about it, but now it's actually doing it. Yeah, I mean, that, that really puts the nail in it. Yeah. And the fact that Owen Wilson is doing it there means he's flirting with death again. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't believe I missed that. It shows how out of it I am. Yeah. So, So yeah, he tried to slit his wrists. He almost made it. Wow. He almost got out of it. Uh, all right, moving on would, is uh, the Martin's... Well, would have been more poignant if he had done it with a drill bit. <laughs> that would have been a good... Uh, yeah, pie style. Film. Yeah, it would have been promotion for the film, too. There you go. Uh, is the Martin Scorsese... Or Scorsese, like you like to say it. Hugo. Scorsese. Everyone says Scorsese. It's Scorsese. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, based on uh, British British literature of the same name, I believe. I'm surprised that this is nominated, to be honest. This is another one of the films that I thought wouldn't be nominated normally. That's that. W I, w I was about to circle that. Uh, you know, you know, no, I think they would nominate it. You think so normally? Why? Because it's a Scorsese film. I guess. It's a non-gangster Scorsese film. Of course they're going to nominate him. Uh, I guess so. 
I guess so. I, I don't, you know what? Looking at the best director noms, usually when you look at best director, those are, if you look at those five, those usually are the movies that you can look at and say, yeah, these are the five films that would normally be nominated uh, instead of the other five or the other four. Right. That, four. See, now, we're, it's an odd number. I can't work with this. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I agree. I, um, I but the, yeah, if you look at the best director, that's usually a, a good key as to what would normally be nominated. Honestly, I think it's a tie between Hugo and Midnight in Paris. Between the two of them, if it was only five nominations, between Woody Allen and Scorsese, one of them would go. Yeah. That's you know that's really that's, that's my feeling towards the matter. Okay. They both have no matter what they both have a strong following, so they're going to get nominations. Right. But both of them aren't going to make the cut. Cor- correct. I yeah. I, yeah. Uh, all right, and we've talked about Hugo and how it didn't do well at all, but it's being recognized. Mm-hmm. It'll probably do better when it goes to to video. So yeah, um, the help is another film. Now we, that, we we've been calling this for best picture since it was released in what August? You were. I was. You didn't yeah. think so? I was calling best screenplay. I was wrong. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You did call this, best screenplay back in August. Uh, now this is an Avatar film though, or best adapted screenplay. I, I called. Right. This, this the help is an Avatar film. It was only nominated because it made so much fucking money. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's it yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad film no you're right I'm saying it's uh, otherwise if it was that good of a film it would have gotten the best uh, adapted nom or best direction nom true it true. didn't it's, it's so I, I I think it's just one of those things well everyone loved it we've got to nominate it right and I and this is one of the films that I think would have been nominated normally anyway I think so yeah it's one of my five okay uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. We've talked a lot about this. Um, Twin yeah. Towers. Tom Hanks ends up in the Twin Towers. Can't get out. Uh, obviously dies uh, when the when the, the towers come down. Well, and sends his kid on a wild goose chase to find nothing. Or something they find, they think is important. And I'm sure there's crying involved. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, flashbacks. And I'm sure there's a lot of voiceovers with Tom Hanks. I agree. And that's really all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, and we get to follow a cute little kid around as he agonizes over his father's death because that's always fun. That sounds like and, a girl. And it's it's oh, and <laughs> it's just nine eleven. I bet he has an Xbox. Yeah, I bet it's, I bet it, I bet it's working too. Little fucker. <laughs> um. What. Yes. We we seem to be averaging a 9/11 film a year. Lately, yeah. Yeah, I mean there was that there was that moratorium where it was like, "Oh, it's too soon, too soon." But but we're we're a vain uh self-involved uh species and so we 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 shake that after a while. And I know it's been 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, but uh before the, I mean, I mean, how long did it take before they did their like the uh, the made for TV nine eleven? This is what happened that day. Nonsense. Did they do that? I don't know if they did that. Yeah, they did a couple of them. Oh did no, they? The one, they did a film too. Well, I know they did well, United ninety three, which was a, a theatrical release, right? From, and from the did, director of the two of the Bourne movies, I think. Yeah, and then they did, they had a made for TV one that, that showed how how courageous the uh, 
the Bush administration had been in that moment. God. Yeah, no, they, they, they have one where you watch, it's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> As like, I mean, I can understand, like, like being pro, pro Bush or pro Republican. I'm sure it happens, but there's got, you had a point where it's like watching the, uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, they did a made for TV movie about the, uh, um, Waco disaster. Did they really? And it was, it was completely pro ATF. Really? Oh yeah, I watched like 15 minutes of it, and it just showed them breaking it down. And then they would, they would every now and then they would cut to like, uh, they would cut to a Koresh like raping a 10 year old or something, and then they cut back to the guys. We have to get these guns; they're dangerous. And it was such a, the, and then right up behind that, my next favorite right was the they did a Benet Ramsey one. Oh God, did they John really? Benet Ramsey that was pro parent. It was it was the re- it was their reaction to uh, when you watched it. It was the police like, you know, muscling and uh, oh, they're blaming us. It, it was it was so they're so innocent and the police are harassing them instead of, yeah, they're rich people that don't think they should have to uh, you know testify. <laughs> Jesus. So they, they were get, really they were really for ATF in that movie. Oh, no, the made for TV one. Wait, so well, actually, uh, for anyone that doesn't know what that is, and I'm sure there are, it's alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Yeah, yeah, it's the bureau. Um, it's the BATF, technically, but it's the ATF. Yeah, the Bureau of Alcohol, uh, Tobacco, Firearms. Right. Because I, really, because, they were they were for that. Because the three biggest dangers to America are alcohol, firearms, and tobacco. <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard of them like you know <laughs> kicking in the doors of a Lucky Factory anytime soon. Lucky Strike Factory. I I need to see. I, I need to watch more TV movies. I think. You know what? They're so. Bad. They really are fucking bad, and I think that's but, why we need to watch them. But what's great about them is, is when you get like a polarizing issue like Waco, yeah, where it's like, yeah, they kill innocent women and children, and then you get like the assholes like, ah, oh, they deserved it, and then they make the <laughs> infra TV movie and they they cater towards the assholes, or they cater to the idiots who are like, oh no 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 no, the Benings are innocent. So, do you really? You you really think they had nothing to do with the death of their kid? <laughs> nothing yeah, at all. Yeah, that's, really. That's just yeah, just like Casey Anthony. Totally innocent. I think the only thing they didn't do was like I, I don't think they ever did a pro OJ uh, made for TV. That's the only thing they were missing. Right. Maybe they did. I could. I just might not know. I don't think they did because nobody gives a fuck about him. <laughs> and when is Casey Anthony going to do Playboy? Because you know that's coming. Oh, soon I hope. That's coming. Fucking. But you know what they got to do? Those double they, they have to have her pose in a trunk with duct tape over her mouth. <laughs> That'd be sexy. Yes, it would. There'd, there'd be somebody out there that would find it though. Find it sexy, I mean. I just said. Not everybody. I think your no. normal average Joe is probably not going to find that sexy. Well, like I said, sexy. Right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, if anybody could get her to climb into a trunk naked and put duct tape over her mouth, <laughs> it's, it's, it, Play, it's, Playboy. it's, 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 no, not no. Playboy. Fuck, they, they, they won't be able to. What, Hustler? Hustler. <laughs> Mr. Flint will do it. A perverse back. <laughs> La- Larry is the man. He will make it happen. Larry Flint. Playboy <laughs> will offer her one million. He'll offer her two just because he wanted to. She ain't worth two, but he'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. I'll buy that issue. I haven't bought it. I haven't bought a porno mag in probably ten or twelve years. Oh, ages. I think the last one I bought was for the Jesse Ventura interview in Playboy. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, why'd I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Could have read it online. 
I just bought a Playboy to read the article. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next film is... Oh, the movies. Movies. We're talking about movies. Yeah, the Descendants with George Clooney. That's the uh, land baron whose wife was cheating on him but now is in a, a coma taking his kids all around Hawaii. Rich People's Problems movie. Because there's nothing, be- nothing better yeah. in a time of economic strife where people are losing their homes because they can't pay medical bills. I want to watch a movie about a rich guy who's who deals with the slow death of his wife by going on a vacation. Yeah. That's what I want to see. An expensive one. Mom's dying. She's on life support. We're probably paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a week just to keep her alive. Let's go parasailing. <laughs> this this is the this is this is the top ten. This is the movie that's that's striking the hearts of people everywhere. Yes. This no. this is this is bullshit. And I'm I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm getting tired of the rich people's problems. You know what's funny? Um the, the, the descendant, rich people's problems. Uh, there's there has been quite a few movies that have come out that way and i've read on more than one occasion how that's been brought up other than when we talk about it so it is being noticed yeah good like that uh mr popper's penguins i read a review talking about uh the rich people's problems with uh oh he's got penguins in his penthouse uh the fucking what uh what's her face from sex in the city um fucking horse face oh i don't know how she does it or so yes yeah. uh that that was also mentioned in a review about how uh yeah you know how she does it she makes a lot of fucking money yeah i told you i found that book in my in my basement yes you did uh, I'm, I'm open up the random pages like yeah just what i thought just what i thought oh gee the oh gee the, they interrupted my office meeting to tell me that the clown was on the phone for the birthday party yeah because how much are you making at the office meeting you bitch <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to complain that your life is hard? Fuck you. Right, exactly. So about, it, it's been brought up in reviews. Uh, well, the mother that works three jobs because she has two kids at home and no father because he skipped town. Right. And God forbid the government was able to track him down and make him pay child support. And then she has to miss the birthday and come home. And she can't afford a present for the kid. So he gets like a cupcake with a candle in it. And not, not even like a birthday candle. She had to steal one from where she works, which she gets fired next week for, by the way. <laughs> so she's down to two jobs, which means they're only eating two meals a day because they can't afford that much in a crate of ramen noodles. You're depressing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just tired of rich people's problems. Now, luckily, unlike last year, which I think had a lot of rich people problems, I don't remember. I remember vaguely being very pissed off last year. Right. There's a bit less. The help, obviously, is not that case. Right. Hugo. It's just, you know, a kid lost in a fantasy world, whatever. Right. Uh, extremely loud, incredibly close. They got money, because I'm, I'm sure the settlement was, uh, I'm sure the, the, Huge, the life... millions. The life policy paid off, yeah, yep. so... You uh, know. The, uh, the they're, Descendants, they're still... rich people problems. <laughs> yeah. Midnight uh, in Paris. Listen, if you're on a vacation in Paris, you got money. Yeah. So... But, but he's a struggling writer. No, he's not. He's, struggling, <laughs> he's a struggling writer because he has no motivation, not because uh, he doesn't have money. Moneyball is this year's... Um, uh, Facebook movie. Uh, this is how I became. This is. Well, how I'll became, tell you what. The Facebook movie was very close to winning Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. That's not my point. It's it's another. Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a rich, I'm a billionaire, successful. I'm a successful billionaire. Here's how I did it. Moneyball is kind of the same thing. He's yeah. not a billionaire, but but that's how he became famous. That's how he became what he is. Who? 
What are you talking so, about? Whoever the movie's about. It's not about a person making money. It's no, about it's, the 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 Oakland A's baseball team being turning uh, around and becoming successful through manipulation through a computer program. Right. Because it, it helped them pick players. Yeah. But that's how they be, how they became successful. Well, they became successful for a couple of seasons. But regardless, it, it's a baseball team. The baseball teams are made it's on the, millions of dollars. It's the closest you've got to a Facebook movie this year. That's all I'm saying. I guess so. It's not even close. I'll give you that. But it's still the closest they've got to a Facebook okay. movie this year, which shows they're getting away from that whole rich people thing. I hope so. The only way, the only reason you're getting getting away with it in the Descendants is because it's an excuse to have you know the Hawaiian get away. Yeah. Uh, and the last film is The Artist, which I think is going to be this year's winner. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's it, it's so obvious. Everybody's creaming over this film. It's on every uh, reviewer's top top five, top ten. You know, it's it, you know the it's it's going to win Best Picture, and here is why. Because a movie like this hasn't been done in a long time, where it's a completely silent film. It's black and white. I don't even think it's it's full uh, wide widescreen. I think they four three. They did a four three uh, pan and scan on purpose. At least that's what I get from the trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's not a widescreen uh, film. I think they were going for as a thought as authentic as possible, and I just hope. I just hope that, from because from what I understand, this is supposed to be a very good movie. I just hope that it's it's a one and done. I hope they don't try and recreate the magic that they quote unquote are getting from this movie and try and release more movies in this vein because I think it's going to get old real fucking fast. I don't think it'll happen because after uh, like remember when Chicago blew everybody away? Yeah. Uh, don't ask me why. And uh, we didn't see a real rash of, uh, you know, Broadway musicals brought to the big screen, did we? Yeah. With the, no, we they, they made at least two or three more. Two or three doesn't count as a... As yeah, but a, they were trying every year to be, okay, we're doing another one. This, we're hoping, is this year's Oscar Best Picture nomination. It, didn't, did, it didn't work out. I, yeah, I, but I, I don't think it... Chicago didn't, didn't change the game. People, they, they tried, is what I'm saying. And well, yeah. I'm hoping they don't when, try and do it with the artist. When you have a successful film, you're going to have somebody that tries to copy it in some way. But it didn't change the field. It's not like Blair Witch, where after they did Blair Witch, we're still seeing these camera The movies. found footage. Found footage stuff. What's yeah. that newest now, now with the kids with superpowers? Oh, God. See that one? Yeah. Oh, oh by the way. It's not a found footage, though. It looks like it. I'm sorry. I think it is. Uh, really? I think one of the one of the kids said, I saw the trailer a second time, right? And it really looks like it's found footage. I, it didn't look like found footage to me. Um, I have to look at that. I'll get you the name of it. It's called uh, Chronicle. Chronicle, that's it. Chronicle. And it's got to be like based on a young adult novel or something, or at least like it's geared towards that audience. By the way, dude, probably. I'm going to say right now. Yeah. So anybody listening, and it's a drama too. Well, dra- that's yeah. what it's labeled as a drama. Yeah, that means that it's there's no action music when they they have action scenes. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this podcast, oh, we're doing and, this again. And you like the Hunger Games? <laughs> if you're a fan of the Hunger Games, if you read the novels, your your mic sounds terrible. 
<coughs> Why are you busted up my mic? I, it, it's just it's staticky. Your your voice doesn't. I don't know. It's just weird. Hang on. How about now? Yes, that sounds better now. Uh, oh, I had my camera on. That's why. Excuse me. I was trying to be sexy for you. S stop it. Stop being sexy. You can be you know sexy. You, like you can be sexy when we're done. I knew you like it. God, I you know I let it go for like forty five minutes too. No, I just turned it on now. Like a minute ago. I haven't had it on the whole time. Fine. How do I sound now, sir? You sound flawless now. Well, I am. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. If you're a fan of The Hunger Game, which came out, a, what, a few years ago? Um, the Hunger Games? Book. The book, fine, because I'm book. like, the movie hasn't come out the yet. The first in the series, The Hunger Games, came out a few years right. ago. And then the movie just came out, and everybody's raving about it. Uh, if you like it, it's a ripoff. It was done maybe 10 years ago. It was called Battle Royale. Yeah. And before that, it was an anime. Now, manga, a manga, uh, what do you call it? Manga. It was a manga comic series called Battle Royale. It's been done before. Only the Battle Royale movie wasn't all fucking Twilighty. It was just kids killing each other. Right. <laughs> and it was the metaphor for the uh, for the competitive state of the educational system in uh japan? japan yes yes and uh the hunger games is a twilighty little fantasy realm thing that has no real bearing on anything is shit <laughs> if you like the hunger games it's a fucking ripoff they're saying that this film chronicle is a ripoff yeah. of another film from 2002 called the source where four yes. teens get superpowers just like in this film. I remember that. And I didn't see it, but I remember the, it. I'm, I'm on the IMDb uh, page for it, and there's a bunch of people that say, oh, it was great, and a, a lot of other people said, fuck this, it's a goddamn ripoff of this other movie. So I, f I think that's interesting. Yeah. But is it found footage? It doesn't say that it is. It looked, it looked like it was found footage in the trailer. But they might have just shot the trailer that way because all these found footage films are out right now. Right. I'm, just, I'm looking at a trailer for uh, The Artist, and yes, it isn't widescreen. Right. That's going to be fucking annoying. I know what, the, I know what they're going for. <laughs> Everybody with widescreen televisions, what the fuck's going on? It, it's, it's like, for instance, um, I have like the Super Duper box set for Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz. Because and, you need those. And they're on blue. Well, they're for Mary Ellen. They're, right. And no, we definitely didn't need them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're the Blu-ray sets. They took the original film, completely remastered it. And I got to be honest, for, for movies that are 70 years old now, 70 plus years old now, they look amazing. But they're not widescreen because widescreen had not been... Cinemascope had not been invented yet. I forgive it for that. Now, I know what they're going for with the artist. I know why it's not in widescreen. But Jesus Christ, I hope there is an option for anyone that wants to own it to watch a widescreen version of the film. I hope they just cropped it for a 4-3 picture frame and that the film can actually be seen in widescreen. I hope not. I hope so. I hope not. Because I don't feel like you know burning black bars into the sides of my fucking television. <laughs> that's what you get. Fuck that. Then I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it one time and that's it. But if I truly love the film, 
I'm going to have to fucking watch it on stretch because I like my TV more. Uh-huh. That's just me. Anyway, uh, so that's all the best pictures. Um, we t- we've, we've talked about the original screenplay, adapted screenplay. We've talked about director, actor, well, and actress. We, we kind of breezed through the screenplay. We didn't even mention the rest of them. Well, like, have you se- for original screenplay, have you seen the film or heard of the film called Margin Call? Oh, that's why I was going to mention it because I'd never heard of it. Do you know what it's about? Uh, it's 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 about uh, it's about this uh, guy that calls somebody. Uh huh. And 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 he gets their name wrong. He gets it wrong, huh? Yeah, he was, he was calling for Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen uh, or heard of the film A Separation? Yeah, yeah, no, I have. It, they're they're separated. I'm guessing it's a divorce movie. It's a divorce movie. Yeah. For adapted. Uh, Actually, we we know everything from the adapted. Um, best Ides animated, best Ides animated. March feature. is not going to get anything. No, it's not going to win anything anywhere. I think no. it's its only nomination. I might have one more somewhere else. Yeah, and and I'm wondering why. I bet, I bet you it was just because of who wrote it. Yeah. I'm. A, what were you talking about? Animation. Best animated pic, uh, feature film. Yeah. Uh, there is a cat in Paris. Oh, well, I, which is going to be an art, it's going to be an artsy fartsy one. Okay. The other one is Chico and Rita, which hmm. it's, it sounds like another artsy fartsy. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda uh, Two. And a film that I actually saw last night. Rango. You watched Rango? It was on. There was nothing on television. We were flipping oh, yes. through channels, and it was on. Never a good sign when, that, when that's your explanation. There was nothing else on. Well, was I've been. Me- good? I've been. It was awesome. Really? I really liked it. Really. I really, really liked it. Because every trailer made me hate it more. No, I really, really liked it. I really did. There's even a. <laughs> There's even a cameo of uh, Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> see, that bothers me. Well, it's brief. And when you see it, at least I chuckled. I thought it was appropriate. Huh. Trust me. Rango was good. Rango was right. really good. I'll give it a shot if you say so. Uh, but I already know what film's going to win. It's either going to be Chico and Rita... Or I truly think it's going to be a cat in Paris. You don't think it's going to be Kung Fu Panda 2? Nah. How, how bad was the animated feature line this year that they had to nominate Kung Fu Panda 2? Well, considering too? that there's how many fucking animated movies, there's like 40 movies a year that come out uh, animated now, CGI. I they, would like to find the, the people that write down the nominees and send them in and find the ones that wrote in Kung Fu Panda 2 hmm. and slap them. <laughs> One at a time. And then later is a whole group. Just run right down. Kung Fu Panda 2. Being that I've seen Rango and how good it actually is. Because it is not for children whatsoever. It's an animated feature. Yes. Not for children. Oh, A Separation is is under Best Foreign Film for Iran. Oh. It's an Iranian thing. And it got Best Original Screenplay? Yeah. Fuck. I wonder what that's... See, now I'm curious. They really... They really now, fucked yes. have the help in the ass on that one. Wow. It, it's got to be that stellar for them to even consider it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, 
Uh, Puss in Boots, Kung Fu Panda 2, filler. Both filler. Rango, Captain Paris, Chica and Rita, those are the films that have an actual shot. But I think I Captain Paris will actually get it. I don't know. A separation. A married couple... <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. A married couple are faced with a difficult decision. To improve the life of their child by moving to another country, i.e. not Iran... <laughs> Or to stay in Iran and look after a deteriorating parent who has Alzheimer's. Hmm. Isn't that an easy? That's like an easy answer, isn't it? Old versus young. I guess so. If it's a light boat, who goes over? <laughs> I don't know. He's got Alzheimer's. He's not going to remember them. No, not going to remember anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm being callous, sure, but uh, <laughs> but eight point six. Apparently, people that have bothered watching this like it. You know, I now that I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I called Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy to get nominated for Best Picture. That was that, kind that, of that. Well, you know what? That would be yeah. a very easy tenth slot. Sure. You know, there's only nine. That could that should absolutely be a number ten. I'm just saying. So. No, you're right. Well, you know what? It probably came in like four point nine or something. Whatever. Yeah. You know. The, Again, you don't come out and say, oh, we're going to have 10 now, and then all of a sudden go, oh, because I don't remember ever having only four. Exactly. There was always five. There's never been less than five. Maybe back in the fucking 20s. No, I'm sorry. There wasn't the Oscars in the 20s. I mean the 30s. Oh, yes, there was. I think the first Oscar was in 26. Hmm. I think so. But anyway. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just... Fucking nine. Give me a break. Fucking idiots. So that's our Oscar coverage. Hope you enjoyed it. You know what's funny? Yeah. If if I type the in for best foreign film, they have In Darkness. Uh huh. Uh, from Poland. If I type it in the IMDb and hit enter, the first thing that comes up in my search is Army of Darkness, <laughs> which as I think should have won, should have gotten a nomination for best foreign film. As it should. Oh well, of course it it, it every. Every year we got we have to have at least one Holocaust film. Which one is it this year? In Darkness, a dramatization of one man's rescue of Jewish refugees in Nazi-occupied Polish city of Lwów. What? Where is that under? Is that best? Uh, best foreign, foreign film. Okay. Yeah. There's always got to be at least one Holocaust. Well, film. you know what? It if you're if you're gonna make a movie and you want to get nominated, make it a period piece or make it about the Holocaust. A, a, biop, a biopic. Not biopic. I was corrected about that. You're mm. right, Jose. You get that one. <laughs> okay. Either do a biopic, a historical, or a Holocaust film. You're going to get a nomination no matter what. There you go. And if you can make a combination of all three, you just might win Best Picture. Hey. Well, this technically, it'd be easy to do all three. Yes, That's Schindler's would. List. That was Schindler's List. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that one hands down. I don't think there was one vote elsewhere to be honest i think that one ran away with it there's only two nominees for best original song really man or muppet from the muppets and real and rio from rio you know what that means that means we're not gonna have to sit through fucking five songs this year oh no what that means is they're gonna play all, both of those in, in, the, in full then doesn't matter because they were playing all five in full 
they were remember through the years uh first they would do one song here then they would do a little bit yeah. another one a little later and then another one a little later and so on and so and, forth and, and then years they they combined them all into like one montage yeah and it was like a 15 minute fucking montage no no they cut well 10 minutes yeah they, they nah, did like it was a good fit 10 12 to 15 minutes it was a long ass fucking time which i shouldn't be complaining that's just our cue to get up and go get a drink but now there's only two they'll do them back to back it'll be about five to six minutes done you know you know my cue is to get a drink what's that every time they announce an oscar oh boy uh, here we go. And how many we got? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Feel free to talk amongst yourself while I count. I believe it's close to 30. Tw- 24. 24? Yeah. I thought it was closer to 30, but all right. No, it's close to 30. It's 24. 20. Yeah, it's close enough, I it's guess. It's closer than 17. I think last year we weren't together for the Oscars, and I think I got one wrong. Like, even yeah. the ones I guessed at. I was on my fucking game last year. Oh, I'm sure you were. And this year, now, how does it work? Why you want to make you want to make this a, a challenge? I want to make it interesting. I want to oh. make it so that we both fill out our fill out our ballots. Okay. Right. Okay. And we can choose, like, let's say, for instance, we do original screenplay, and let's say you pick a separation, and I pick the artist. If we're both oh. wrong, we have to drink. Why would what, I pick a separation? I'm just using it as an example. Okay. I think you're trying to weight the card in your favor, though. Uh, whatever. Well, go ahead. We're both wrong. We both have to drink. If I'm wrong, I have to drink. If you're right, you don't have to, but you can if you want. Well, I, I, I never played drinking games, so I don't know if it's if it's a, a penalization to drink or if it's if it's a... It's always a penalization. Oh, it is? It's a yes. bad thing? It's all, Yes. What? But the whole point is to drink. Yes, but the whole point is to not be so destroyed at the end that you're puking on yourself. Okay. The drinking drinking mm. games are always, if you get the question wrong, if you make the wrong move or whatever, whoever does that has to drink. Everyone else doesn't. I, I, the point I, is to to humiliate to humiliate to humiliate one person to get them I, drunk. I, I just did it by listening to you uh, pronounce humiliate. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I have a, I have a, uh, here's my suggestion. Okay. For the movie Satastic Oscar drinking game. Mm-hmm. For every, if we both get it wrong. Right. We both drink. Right. Okay. If one of us gets it wrong and the other gets it right. Double. The, the, the person who got it wrong, ro- yeah, the, 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 the loser has to take the winner's drink. That could make things interesting. So if we both get it wrong, we both drink. If we both get the same one right, no one drinks. But if you get it right and I get it wrong, I have to take two shots. Uh, let's do it. I that's awesome. Let's do that. Now, it's too now, soon. Or, it's too soon. But what do you think our drink of choice will end up being? Oh, I don't know. Uh, tequila. <sighs> I could do some tequila. I love me some tequila. I know you love me. You love you some tequila, but I'm not a big tequila person. And I'm not a big Goldschlager person. Maybe we can do our own shots. Like you have your own shot, I have my own shot. As and, long as the alcohol and, content well, and, is and close. Well, and when you do a double, you do a one of each. No, as long as the alcohol content is close, it doesn't matter who's drinking what. As long as we're within like within four four percent or so. Well, no, I understand that, but what yeah. I'm saying is, no, because the, I'm the, not the loser can do a shot of yours and a shot of mine. 
I'm not doing a shot of of of, of Goldschlager on top of a tequila. I'm sorry. That is like obscene. It is obscene. Now we, if you want to, you know, really, you know what we can do. You just want to get alcohol poisoning. We can just take a shot every time. Um, uh, because we have. Fuck! It's funny until I can't remember the goddamn name. <laughs> I hate uh, when we do that. You know what we can use? What? Because it'll look awesome on on camera. The what? the rotating booze thing you got from my bar. Ooh, that'd be nice. You know, I think I still have a bottle of tequila in there. You're gonna be playing a Russian roulette where you spin it, <laughs> whatever's closest to you have to drink. Oh, God, <laughs> that's dangerous. Though by the end of the night, we'll be knocking that thing over. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> what? No, we're gonna knock it over. Yeah, we're gonna I, have to lay down plastic on my carpet. Here, here's my idea. We won't make it to the end of the show. Mm. We just take a shot every time Billy Crystal's not funny. We'll be drunk sooner than you oh, can that imagine. Would, that would be just... Uh, yeah. All right. Do you want to end the show? Uh, Is there I, anything I, else? Uh, anything else? Uh, I would like to make a challenge with you. Okay. Let's I'm, see who... I'm, who, who, I'm let's see who to listen. Could, between now and when the Oscars are... Yes. We need to have a challenge to see who, and you out there listening can vote on this to see who you think will win. Which of us will watch the most Oscar-nominated films? Hmm. Because I know neither of us have seen most, if not most. I haven't seen any of them. As far as best picture? I'm saying out of as everything. Far, as here. far as best picture? I'm saying everything. Out of all 24 whatever nomin- uh, categories, whoever watches the most films wins. I don't know what yet, but it'll be something. I'm looking at all of these lists uh, of films and I'm trying to find one I have seen. Uh, I just saw Paradise Lost 3 the other night, the documentary. Really? How was that? It was very good. It was uh, very very good. They're going to make that movie now, finally. I've seen The Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yeah, it's, well, it's just Bridesmaids, not I, The I, Bridesmaids. I, I can say it any way I want, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bridesmaids, I've seen. Okay. Uh, and that's it. I've seen that's Brides. Something. I mean, I've seen Paradise Lost Three. I've seen Rango just uh, last night, and nothing. I've seen half of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, but fell asleep. Wow, this is bad. I've only seen one of these. So uh, I've seen two and a half movies out of the entire list. Girl the Dragon Tattoo, I predict, will win nothing. Because it's a remake. Visual effects, it's not nominated for that. Sound mixing? Yeah, you know that's Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. There's no way about it. Big metal objects crunching against building and explosions? Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. I've seen three. I've also seen, for best sound editing, I've seen Drive. Okay. and And I've seen Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. I say Transformers wins both. Sound editing and mixing. I mean, isn't it the same fucking thing? Almost. Mixing is putting in sound on top of sound, and editing is making sure it's nice and neat. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's really the same. It What it really should be pushed down into is just best sound. Right. So I think it used to be, and they cut it into two. All right, and, and I'll even say... Just to make it interesting, since uh-huh. we since it's always impossible to find the best short films, 
Yeah. If we watch one of those, that counts as two movies. If you watch one, it counts as two? It counts double because they're so hard to find. I think usually. last year they actually had um, they had a website that was showing them all before the Oscars. The animated shorts they had, but not all of them because some of them they couldn't get copyrights for. Right. Like, you know, it was, you're right because that McDonald's one, they were able to show. And that one had fucking advertisements for products everywhere. But that's the one they didn't show the whole thing, though. They only showed part of it. Well, that one, that you're right. That thing was uh, 12 or 15 minutes long. Yeah. And they only showed like two or three minutes of it. And it's like, aren't shorts usually less than 10 minutes? This no, thing, not necessarily. This thing was, was ridiculously long. No, not necessarily. Uh, best short film, uh, usually, you know, they can go like half an hour or so. That long? Sure. That that one, um, the Stephen Wright one, the one he did with... Uh, Rowan Atkinson. That one was like half an hour. Oh. And I still can't find that one. i got to find that somewhere, because that was good. I forget the name of it. I don't know. I haven't it's one, it. That's the one where he kills a psychiatrist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, <laughs> I've seen two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. I never saw that one. I saw... What do you mean a half? That doesn't I've, count. I've only seen half of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Then you haven't seen it. I've seen, seen two. I've seen half of it, so that's two and a two. half movies. You've seen two, no halves. <laughs> I'm going to watch the other half, so I've seen two and a half. You watch most of these trailers, you've seen the whole film. That doesn't count. Listen, when it comes down to who wins or loses, I won't count a half a movie. You bet your ass you won't. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's my challenge to you, sir. Jesus. You know how expensive it's going to be to see all this shit? <laughs> Not at all. It'll be fine. It'll we'll, be fine. We'll, we'll work it out. It'll be cheap. Really yeah. cheap. Wait, one for the money wasn't on. Oh, that's right. It came out in January. Damn. Yeah. That's, they won't be nominated next year either. <laughs> Maybe for a Razzie. Yeah. That's about it. They moved They moved the Razzies. They moved them? Yeah. They, they hold them on April Fool's Day now. No, they don't. They just, I just read an article. They moved it now this year. April Fool's. They're going to move it to April 1st. Listen, no one took them seriously before. What makes them think moving it to April 1st is going to make them any more legitimate? I don't know why they're doing it. It's just what the I read. Stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Well, as stupid as 10 best picture best picture nominations. Yes, that is true. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and end the show. Okay. All right. Um, we've been meaning to do this for a while, to, and we haven't. No, I'm Uh-oh. just saying, we, we, we never mention all the shit in the beginning of the show. Just in case no one's listening at the end anymore. <laughs> we keep forgetting to do it. Yeah, you're right. But uh, you can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Send us your nominations, what you think is going to win, what you don't think is going to win. Anything. Uh, just send it to us and we'll read it on the show. Leave us voicemail at uh, 908-514-4470. Uh, visit us at our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download all of our episodes there, uh, put them on your MP3 player or any listening device, or stream them right from the show, or right from the website, I mean. Um, Go to our lunch.com community, write reviews, read reviews, Uh, leave us reviews, we'll read them on the show. And uh, listen to us through Stitcher, which is a cool little app you can get for your smartphone, and you can listen to us in your car if you have a smart, uh, or I should say a Stitcher-capable radio. You got anything? Uh, Mevio. Mevio. We always forget about... Well, I do, anyway. Forget about Mevio. <laughs> uh, if you are a fan of us through Facebook, which I highly recommend... Highly. Highly. Highly recommend. 
You can listen to all of our episodes through Facebook if that's your preferred uh, choice. We post the new episodes when they come out. All you have to do is click on it and listen to it right there. Yeah, every single week we got a new episode that you can listen to. Plus, if you're a fan of the show uh, through Facebook, you can listen to all the old ones through there as well. And you can stream it while playing Farmville. Ugh. Yes, you can. You got any wisdom? Yes. Hunger Games is a fucking ripoff. So is Chronicle. You know, I, I, that, but I don't have a personal stake in that. You don't. And and the Battle Royale is finally coming to America on Blu-ray. Uh, on Blu-ray, no less. Uh, this I can't wait. I'm gonna own that one. Oh yeah, it's on my list definitely. So if you want to see what where the origins of the Hunger Games was and how it's done right, then just go to Battle Royale. There you only go. that was only shown in America. On one was, night in one theater, right? In one on one night in one theater on one screen for one showing and I was there you were there for that I was I went with Chuck oh, and they, they were, there were film crews out uh, interviewing people when they left the building and we watched it on the news the next night and I was like oh yeah that guy he, he, he was sitting two rows for me that's awesome I didn't know you were there yeah Chuck called me he said we gotta go see this it's only showing one night ever so, well I have to go now part and of history Takashi, and Pete Takashi was in it nice if beat Takashi, I'll go see anything. There you go. Yeah, so it was it was so controversial they could only get one showing, and then Hunger Games comes out. It, it, ironically, you see the timing of this too. Hunger Games comes out, right. and the distributors go back say, "Yeah, remember that movie you wouldn't let us release because kids were killing each other? What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> well, it, it's a young adult novel. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Still killing each other, right? It's PG thirteen. All right, tell you what, we'll give you a blue right. Bet your ass you will. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, just, just to show the fucking, just to show, just to show. Is the music playing? It's now transitioning into the soft <laughs> and sad music. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a little rant there. It's okay. It's uh, it just fine. Goes, just goes to show you, uh, just, just the, the fucking hypocrisy involved in any, any moralistic decisions this country makes in its entertainment. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Can't believe we're in the soft, fucking, sad music. That's <laughs> my. <laughs> Anyways, Hunger Games is a ripoff by the Blu-ray of Battle Royale. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Episode fifty-nine, by the way. Episode sixty will be our review of Ghost Dad because I'll finally. Yeah, you dra- can't. You can't get away from that one. No, I, I finally must sit it's down. It's happening. And yeah, and I, I have. To- think of proper punishment we got to review a goddamn movie at some point yes uh the next episode we review ghost dad all and right and then you'll give me my movie challenge and then and we'll work it from there yeah we'll review something else too all right everybody we'll talk to you next week bye bye